Happy New Year. Happy I fooled New you. Year. Did it again. Classic. Uh, welcome back, everyone, to a new year of Predator vs. Movies. I'm Woo! Alex. I'm Peter. I'm Aiden. And this is a podcast where we discuss and review the latest movie releases. Uh, we're going to start off... Oh, this is a lie. I read, <laughs> I'm reading the same process. <laughs> we're not reviewing yeah. a movie this year. We are reviewing a year. This year. Um, well, we did year. review movies this year. Today, we though. Will, we will review movies later this year. But today, today right. we will be reviewing a year. Um, yes. A year in review. This is what this is. Uh, we're going to look back at 2023, and we're going to do a draft. We did this last year, if you're a longtime listener. Uh, so basically what is going to happen is we are going to go uh, through the movies of the year and pick one one for each of us for uh, a list of categories uh, that we've we've come up with so that we can end up talking basically about 18 movies uh, from from the year 2023 uh, we're also we should mention back from holiday break uh, yeah. a very restful busy crazy winter break uh, lots of movies lots of catch up and we're uh, it's good to be back huh very good to be back good to be back Pred- predator versus movies you can That's just you can just show. hear the excitement <laughs> rolling off of our tongues it's palpable. <laughs> um <laughs> anyways uh peter you were asking us a question before we started uh yes. about how many movies yeah how many movies have you guys seen this year for me like uh i'm sitting at 32 for 2023 like exclusively the movies that came out in 2023 I'm sitting I'm sitting at 45 but I was as I was saying before I don't think that's accurate I think there's like two more than that that I just forgot to log but that's what my list says yeah I've seen 59 from this year uh, not counting waitress the musical the movie because I think that's a glorified like recording sure Uh, so I didn't count that one but that would make it 60 um, so yeah, we've seen a, a different amount of, of movies between us, but I'd say a, a good amount. I think Peter, you've seen good a, a good selection. You did a lot of catch up in the past couple days. Um, Thirty two is a lot of movies. Like that's yeah. Dude, if you yeah, think it about a, it, that's like almost like ten days. It's uh, more than biweekly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah um, <laughs> it's like ten days. Um, Peter, <laughs> do you want to just recap some? Of, I don't know what you're talking about. Peter, do you want to just recap some of the movies you saw this week? Oh, that's because you, okay. oh, yeah, you did a, Peter's, you did a Peter's been up. grinding. Dude, yeah, it's been a trip. Tell us about the grind. Dude, I'm not kidding. Last night, it was literally going to... Uh, so, basically, the city I'm living at right now, we have two local indie cinemas uh, right next to each other. So, basically, it's going into one of them to watch Poor Things, coming out, like, having, like, the fastest dinner possible, and then heading to the other one across the street to watch Godzilla. So that's yeah, that's crazy. Is it like you, is it like one when you say a theater? Like when they're across the street, is it like one theater? Like 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 the Cinematheque where it's like one screen, and then the other side of the street is another one screen. No, actually, um, like the the one across the street is like the older one, like the the OG indie cinema of the city. That one only has one screen, and it's like the very dude. Like their speaker side up. It looks so old, but was so good for Godzilla for no reason. I have no idea why. Like, uh, it, uh, so the sound effect was re- very good, actually. And then the other one, which is a newer one, has, I think, three screens? Three or oh, okay. two or three. That's nice. Uh, but they are run by the same company. So 
It's uh, all under the same umbrella. That's a pretty sick setup. Uh, which movies did you end up seeing this week? Because you, you had you had like a marathon, okay. basically. Guys, it's been a crazy week. Okay. So we started off the week with Blackberry on the plane. Okay. Great, great plane movie, not going to lie. Uh, and then and then we we continue with humanist vampire seeking consenting I haven't seen that one suicidal either. person god damn this title is so long um <laughs> and then uh and then afterwards i have to go on my letterbox because i'm forgetting um oh we also i also watched uh, the lobster on the plane as well to prep me for uh four things because uh mm. directed by the same person and then anatomy of the fall and then yesterday was uh four things and godzilla back to back so yeah, uh, it was nice. You had you had yeah. planned a, like a really intense one that Aiden and I were like, "What the hell?" <laughs> like, <laughs> Dude, I basically uh, missed like the latter half of December, like that right, whole release yeah. season. I, I just well, missed I it, missed but... a bunch of December ones too. It was hard. Mm-hmm. It was stacked and yeah. busy, and all, you know. Spe- speaking of December, did anyone other than me see May December? I did. I no, you I saw it because we we were gonna do a pod on it, and then yes. Um, Yes, one of the many movies we saw this year. Speaking of movies we saw this year, we are going to do a draft. We wow, sure are. Pew, um, pew, 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 pew. Spoilers. <laughs> Maybe some spoilers involved in this draft. So, uh, yes, so the draft, this is how it works. We have six categories. First is, or well, there's no order. In no particular order. Blockbuster, international, comedy, drama, horror slash thriller, for the Peters out there. Also, we had a lot of thrillers this year, so it was yeah, it felt necessary to combine that. Uh, and then Wild Card, which uh, can be anything. Now for Blockbuster, uh, the gate of the gate, the bar for entry is going to be I think how do I say that number? We we had we saw, I struggled with this. A hundred million. I struggled with yeah. that last year. You said a hundred thousand last <laughs> 100, year, <laughs> which is not much. That's not no. very much. <laughs> so it's a hundred million. Um, and that's domestic, 100 million domestic, mm. which includes this year, da, 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 uh, I think 23 films. Okay. Uh, so I had the list, so I might as well ramble it off. Uh, the blockbusters for this year include Barbie, Super Mario Brothers, Spider-Verse, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3, Oppenheimer, Little Mermaid, Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantumania, John Wick 4, The Sound of Freedom. I, that one's going to get taken <laughs> really? real quick. Yeah, yes. yeah, we're sniping yeah. for that one. Uh, the Eras Tour, which I think... Right. I guess is allowed on the table. I I'm, sure there's not very many things that I'll, don't I'll know say if no. any of us are gonna snatch that one up anyway. Peter so, might. Yeah. I'm I'm looking oh. at Peter. Maybe. You never know. Ooh. You never know. Uh, <laughs> uh, Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny, Mission Impossible, Dead Reckoning Part One. Uh, although it sounds like that will be Part One of a not part. Two. Yeah, they're not titling the second one part <laughs> two so for marketing, I think. Uh, <laughs> Hunger Games, The Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes, uh, Transformers, Rise of the Beasts, Creed 3, Elemental, Fast X, Five Nights at Freddy's, Wonka, uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, <laughs> Mutant Mayhem. There's a lot of subtitles this year. It's crazy. Yeah. Scream <laughs> 6, Lost in New York. Oh, that's what Scream, it's called. Yeah, that's uh, what that is. The Flash and Trolls uh, band together or something. I don't have that okay. one in front of me. Yeah. I'm surprised right. how many of those subtitles I remembered. I didn't yeah. have it written down for me. Um, Dude, so those are, lie, those so are many bad cool. movies made so much money this year. Yeah, Holy I know. It's <laughs> like so many of those were garbage. Like yes. really, like multiple of those are. Three of those are my bottom three. I think. If, if I <laughs> There's some right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
yeah so uh so yeah that's i I think we're we're kind of like nature is healing back to the sick and twisted swamp that it was before the pandemic that's gone back to bad um no i think it's just uh good movies did not make enough money this year i think it's not i think bad movies i actually money you know i actually see this as a hopeful thing of like sure like they made money but like i think a lot of those didn't make as much as they wanted to and i think i see it as a nature is healing moment of these really shitty bloated movies are kind of dying a little yeah bit. And, i uh, i see it as a positive thing i'm Cross pretty sure fingers. like disney lost a shit ton of money on quantumania i think so yeah 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 uh and yeah like let's remember that uh captain marvel didn't even make that list that's crazy yeah. that a marvel yeah. movie did not make the list and i'm yeah. trying to think yeah, that's the third of three, I think. There's only three this year. For and uh, what else is crazy is I saw this literally today. Uh, Aquaman has passed 300 million. Let's go. Oh, should it be on the list? Yeah. Let's go. That, that might have been, um, was that for, da, 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 like, international? Oh, oh, no, oh you're talking that. about domestic. Yeah, yeah, I, I'm not sure. James uh, it's probably sick, worldwide. Dude. Where is, um, uh, one second. Total gross. What am I even looking at right now? It's complete silence. Well, well, I was looking at. I found Aquaman, and oh, I see. I think I think it's counting. Okay, so box office mojo. At least for right now, like it might just not be updated for the weekend, which is you know an issue just based on when we're recording. But it does say seventy six million for domestic, and then total gross is a hundred million. Wait, are you sure? Are, you, are well, we looking I'm, at the same I'm goal? Looking, guys, I'm, I'm I don't. Seeing, I don't uh, think are any of us gonna pick it. That's the other thing. I, is like I, I'm seeing. I'm seeing a hundred, a <laughs> hundred mil domestic, and a two hundred thirty-four international. Also, box office mojo. Okay. Okay. Fine. I don't care that much. Let's it's get to the Aquaman. Of this. <laughs> Aquaman. For all those Aqua heads out there, Aquaman right. is is now available to be selected. It's. Uh, I would say it's now in the the pool. Uh, yeah. for selection the infinity pool yeah. the infinity pool wow we'll just try and picking that? as many yeah. movie puns as we can <laughs> i uh, can spoil but... it now i will not be picking that okay but so we'll i'm gonna spoiled. click the wheel we have a wheel yes uh and this will decide who will go first we're gonna do a snake order which means whoever goes whoever selected third gets to go twice so yes. it'll go a b c c and then we go reverse order c b a a b c and everyone a and c get to go twice Everyone's so uh, confused right now. That just makes yeah. it fair. You'll it'll make sense of it. it yeah, it's A B C C B A A B C C B A. Yeah, that's yeah. not that that's not that complex. So I'm spinning the wheel. I'm spinning the wheel. I'm spinning the wheel. Who will be first? And lo and behold, it looks like it will be Peter. Peter. Oh has shit! The oh first my god! Draft pick. I can take Dude. away a pick right now. That is well, true. Let's, but let me let's finish. Determine who's second first. The order. That yeah. is true. That um, is true. Okay, it's Alex and Aiden. Who gets the next slot? And it looks like it's Aiden. Aiden will be going second. Well, see, the thing is, B B gets to go second, but A and C get the double pick. Yes, so it's, that's true. It's, there's there's pluses and minuses. But it does the thing mean is, I only might be taken. there's like one or two I want to snipe from you, 
and then all of the other ones, all of the other ones, like I'm fine with doing like whatever. You know what I mean? So aggressive. So, There's two I want to snipe from you. No, no. I'm just saying, like yeah, I think, no, I like what I was saying earlier is like there's like three movies I could put in each category that I'd be super happy with. There's just yeah. like one or two that I know we both loved that I want on mine. This will be tough. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Tough, well, it's uh, it's up to the to the fates and to you boys now. So uh, let's right, uh, kick it off. Peter, what is your first draft pick? Okay, I'm debating between comedy and international. I feel like okay. international is super competitive. Like between us three. Um, I actually I have like three that are in my top five that are all international. Yeah, I I do have I do. like uh, a decent amount of international in my top five as well. I'm gonna go. You know what? Let's start off funny. Let's do comedy. Start off funny. My my pick for the top comedy film of the year is Asteroid City. Okay. Now, I've always loved Wes Anderson, and I've just seen Poor Things, which, not gonna lie, I was initially very confused of people labeling it as a comedy film, but after seeing it, I was like, it is hilarious. But I think I just really appreciate Asteroid City as a whole, a little more than poor things if we compare them like one to one sure i think uh, i've always loved wes anderson's style and i love that he's kept up his style uh throughout the movies and this sort of like and his brand of humor is just so um it's like naive in a sense but also like so funny uh that just like works on me every time so sure. uh yeah Astro city is my pick and uh I love it, and I'm looking forward to Wes Anderson's next film. It's a fantastic movie. Yeah, that was a movie that I loved as well, though it is not my top comedy pick. That was probably going to be my second comedy pick. So I don't we'll... think I sniped no, anyone. <laughs> if anyone, I, I sniped yeah. Alex's, but I felt like yeah. Alex will have a different pick. So that's that's one I had on. Uh, I had given five stars. Peter reminded me, I think, before we started. Yeah. Um, I remember really, really liking it at the time. My memory is starting to fail me, and I don't... I like. I think I would want to return to that. I only saw sure. it the one time, so. Uh, but from my recollection, it was just a really quaint, like postcard esque kind of movie. It was definitely my top movie of the year for like a month or maybe like yeah. like until I think Oppenheimer uh, topped it. But yeah. there was nothing nothing at that point in the year that I had seen that had like truly wowed me. So that was yeah. like that was a really really great movie for this year. Um, one of my favorite Wes Andersons, I think. Uh, just really liked how it was like breaking the the barrier between like like the artifice of it. So mm. like like there's the the fictional story, and then kind of getting at a very meta like filmmaking, asking all these sort of questions, and not not so many answers, which I found interesting. Um, and relating so yeah, it to to like one. storytelling in general, and like yeah. viewing one's life as a story that doesn't seem to lay out quite the way that like a movie would and i think there's some really great writing in it as well like just i mean mm-hmm. like it's been brought up a million times but the scene like the scene where he's like uh like i don't know what's gonna happen in the play i'm butchering it but i don't know what's gonna happen in the play and just keep telling it or whatever or like the l- moment with margot robbie like that's it's, yeah a really great movie why does yeah why does augie burn his hand on the quickie griddle and we don't know and it's there's <laughs> yeah. kind of like the unknown of like humanity it's just part of being human is we're irrational um so yeah that's that's a really solid pick peter uh that does mean aiden you are going next so uh oppenheimer is what i'm gonna pick where i'm gonna put it 
is the oh, question. Oh, Alex. <laughs> like, that, that was the one where I immediately I was like, I need to snipe this. Because my number one, yeah. you guys aren't going to pick. I don't think you guys have seen my number one. This is my number two, and I want to put it. So, I do think that... Hmm, just looking at... It's got to be Blockbuster. It's got to be Blockbuster. That's my Blockbuster pick. Because I can... I there, was gonna put. there are other dramas I can put that... Yeah. It's got to be Blockbuster. Yeah, I can, I can talk a little bit about this film, though, yeah. No, uh, this is, like... It's really interesting for me to go into this movie because I'm a... I'm, I really dislike Tenet. Like, I, I strongly... Yeah. Like, that movie put a really bad taste in my mouth. And just, like... But just the the thunderous urgency of Oppenheimer, which like <laughs> me, like it just it just refuses to stop. It just barrels and barrels and barrels ahead. It's like it's incredible film form, just like on on a level of just appreciating how a film looks and its aesthetic, but also like how meaningful everything is, like down to like the most minute decisions. Like the acting is all t- top notch. The editing is all very precise. Like, the pace of it means so much. The cuts mean so much. It's so affecting. Like, just... And little things like the cutaway to the black hand drowning Gene or whatever. Like, and what does that mean? Is that is that his own complicity? Is it his own guilt? Did that actually happen? And, like, uh, yeah. I mean, the, the subjectivity of it. Like, I think it was such a brilliant decision to put it from Oppenheimer's perspective and to model again like i've talked about the editing a lot but to model the editing of the film based off of that and to do it so well and so precisely and like this is a movie that i think i said this on the pod earlier where it's like i was kind of crying in like the first 10 minutes of it which is like a weird thing to say like this is not like necessarily like a crying movie but like like just and it was just him like looking it's like the opening it's just him like looking Mm -hmm. at the ground and seeing the drops and him being like tormented by like this unceasing quest he has and you understand him so quickly and i was so hooked immediately and you follow him and it's not until the trinity test where like you're brought into his world and it's like fuck like i've like you haven't considered this like it's been a there's been a coming dread because you know what nukes have become for the world you know like what it is but like it's not until that moment where it's just like oh my god and it's it's devastating um yeah this is this is this is like probably tied realistically for my number one film of the year. I loved this movie. Yeah, Oppenheimer. I would say the movie of twenty twenty three. Obviously, that's a subjective thing, but like, that's it. That's the movie. Um, yeah. It's. I mean, box office success. It had the whole Barbenheimer movement behind it, and then mm-hmm. also just like in terms of experience, like literally, like nothing topped it. I was just like blown away yes. in my seat. I've like never seen anything like it i guess um just and i never thought i'd say any about anything like this about a nolan film like i'm not 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 a nolan head at all and the funny thing is it doesn't feel like a departure from his filmography at all it feels very in line with what he's doing but also very like reinvigorated and refreshing yeah and and you know like demythologizing like the the important man myth like Mm. like it's clear from the movie that like so much of his like how how the trinity test and and, like the manhattan project developed was off the backs of others and he is not like that important in the grand scheme of things but he has this self-importance right like it's it's just like when who is the president i'm blanking but when the president points that out to him like it's always great when a character who is an awful person says an says something that's unequivocally true 
Like, and you just, you know, yeah, great it's, movie. It's yeah. Truman played by Gary Oldman. Right, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's just phenomenal movie. And, like, the cast yeah. is crazy. I yeah, I saw that one twice. That was that was movie of the year. So, yeah, that was that was yeah. the one you had to snipe for me. And, yeah. And, I'll I'll pay you back. Don't worry. I'll snipe one. <laughs> I don't know if you can. I don't know if there is, is there, a one. That there's one, but like I'm not sure. If there's one the I'm thinking one. of that is high, but I know you loved yeah. and I loved it too. But I don't think I love it as much as you. Okay. Dude, there's no it way. Might be a, it might be I'll a more or less back. civil rest. Yeah, I think it will be. Yeah. Um, uh, Peter, do you have anything to say about uh, Oppie Oppenheimer? Honestly, dude. Um. Like my my opinion. Honestly, about it kind of sucked. <laughs> no, no, no. Okay, okay, okay. Um, relax. I I I love Nolan, and like I think if anything, um, I find it very interesting. Even when he does like these more less like th- these are basically non-fictional films. Like even though it's sort of mm-hmm. like a subjective take on uh, a period right. in history, this and Dunkirk were both like non-fictional, and I think right. his. His ability to depict war and also really just like, and especially in Oppenheimer, where especially we don't see any of like what's going on like in World War Two at all. Like you're literally viewing war from afar, uh, and the ability of uh, his ability of to depict the impact of war even on the home front is very very powerful. And like his ability to do it in like an actual battlefield setting in Dunkirk was very impressive, and he sort of replicated here of like the pressure on these scientists and like my favorite part of the movie still remains to be act three which i I, a lot of people don't like but i thought i found like so i find it so intriguing that a a, such a like the history has built up oppenheimer to be this like great man you know like a guy who like contributed so much to world war ii and might be one of the reasons why the war was able to brought to a close so quickly but able to sort of do this sort of partly objective partly subjective examination of him in act three was so interesting and also just a brand new perspective that i think most of us had no idea that that was going on in america at the time like the whole debate between how nuclear power should be regulated what should we do with nuclear power at the height uh with cold war coming up as well so um very very good now i do prefer science fiction nolan but you know i i love this movie as well it's sure. not my top Nolan film, but I, I love this one as well. My top Nolan film is actually Dunkirk, not a okay. science fiction film. But I've actually not seen that one. Yeah, so Dunkirk is very, one. very excellent. Um, yeah, do you guys think, I have a question for you. Do you think um, best picture, best picture chances for this one? I think it will win. That is my prediction. Yeah, that's the same for me. I think it might win best director. Might not be best picture, though. Because I, I don't know what else like would it's win. It's so competitive this year. It is competitive. I, There's one other one that that has a good chance, and it's not Barbie. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't think it would be. I is it the one that you are about to pick? Probably. No. There's no. one that I I wouldn't pick because I didn't love it. Oh, I know but you. I, okay, I know you. If, it gets, picked, if right, it gets picked, if it gets picked, then that might be. Um, maybe we'll talk about it then. Okay, so it's my turn. Um, my first pick is gonna have to be strategic, uh, just because now that Oppie's off the board. Uh, Dude, I'm predicting I'm, anatomy, bro. I think it's an I, anatomy. That's pick. also what I think is picked. I have yeah, two picks. Okay. I have two picks. So first will be my strategic right. pick. Um, so first I'm gonna go with blockbuster, and mm-hmm. I'm actually gonna pick Spider Verse. What? Oh. No yeah. fucking way! You, dude, you can't do this to me, man. I know, I just did. Dude, it's my top movie of the year, buddy. 
Do you oh my choice? god! Oh, I don't know. Yo, what am I gonna choice. do now? <laughs> Fuck! There's yeah. you have like twenty blockbusters to choose wait, from. Wait, it's wait, a wait, wide wait, wait, category. I I I need to pull up the list. I need to pull up the list. Okay, Shit. well I'll you I'll ruined talk my while plan, you do. Alex. I'll talk while I do that. Great, glad. <laughs> uh, you should have known. Like I I figured if I wasn't first, Oppenheimer would be taken. So I knew that I needed a, a strong right. second for this category. And Spider-Verse was the strong second. Um, so this is this is like, wh where was it ranking on? Uh, it's the third biggest blockbuster of the year, um, just after Super Mario Bros. But um, like a, a really great follow-up to to the 2018 original film. Um, it's it's just really great. I just like the animation. They're just still doing crazy stuff. I'm I'm just casting my mind back to like. The watercolors they did it was just the in terms of look and style it was leaps and bounds ahead of the first one which is already leaps and bounds ahead of everything else like they're just like continuously like improving upon uh the craft there um they they really slowed down the story on this one which i had some problems with it i did it did feel a lot like like a two-parter movie um but i mean to be fair like they're they're trying to uh they're, they're saying it's it's kind of like Empire Strikes Back, which in a way you could, I guess, say it's a part one movie. Yeah. I, I disagree on that front, but um, I see I see how that could be true. And nonetheless, it is still a very exciting film, asking very interesting questions about destiny and fate and carving one's own path. Of, like a Spider-Man story that's never been told before and is not going through the same cliche stuff. It's just like like crazy it's full of innovation yeah. and uh yeah just a really great time and a great blockbuster um it, it yeah. is part of the list of movies this year that are all kind of like there are a lot of movies that were like kind of about like narrative itself and that was that was really interesting and this was one of them yeah uh this is a movie that yeah i actually rewatched this recently because my dad was watching it i was it was like on the tv i wasn't like super i wasn't like glued to it like i was coming in and out but i watched it and i i kind of like everything you said that is positive but i definitely agree but i do still have the same like writing problems because it's on one hand i think the script is really brilliant but i also think like the way the story is slowed down i'm just not a huge fan of and i think yeah. that also like the spot as a character isn't handled quite perfectly i don't think like i think like it was something that struck me upon the rewatch is that it it's strange mm -hmm. to me that their first interaction like, the Spots whole thing quickly becomes about, oh, Spider-Man, you did this to me, you did this to me, whatever. But their first interaction is just happenstance. Like, it feels weird that, like, that's what kicks it off. And then there are a few things that are similar to that where, like, I it just, I don't, like, quite buy that the character f feels that way just because of certain things that happen. But, yeah. Yeah, I definitely agree with this. Like, the story could have been stronger. And I think part of that is just constant rewrites. It's kind of in the, it's loosely has similar problems with the the marvel mcu side of things which is just like having to pump things out so quickly that just like crunch time for in in this case animators but in the mcu case cgi workers um and also like the script process of of both films like it's just because it's so rushed uh not everything is is maybe finished to perfection before the next steps next step starts um i will say for the spot though i i do remember what I loved about the spot was that, like, it starts out as happenstance, and then it, like, becomes something more meaningful because they they have these similarities, and it's, it's 
Miles Morales feels like he's not being taken seriously, and the spot feels like he's not being taken seriously by Miles, and so then they become kind of intertwined, and there's this like fate element aspect to it, and they're they're the same character, and so so that's why I thought the spot was like very interesting and also like a unique pick, like a character no one had ever heard of. Yeah. Um, so I think it's no. a, a, a stronger pick for sure, at least than than Kingpin and the first one, which oh, sure. that one was yeah. a little random. I agree, but I will say, I think what you're saying is the more interesting version of it, but I think they weave in the idea that Spider-Man is the reason he's become that, and that's why it's weird. If it had actually, because it's not happenstance from the beginning, but they treat it like it is, and like that's that's what's weird to me, and then it's it tumbles into something bigger, but he already had this motivation before the movie started. Which is kind of like that's what's bizarre about it to me, and I like I get why they would do that because it's it's an archetype that this hero created the villain, right? Like that's I get why they're doing it, but it, I think I think they could have lost that one. No, yeah. I know I'm what you're right. saying. Like I think the escalation is a little weird, where like initially he was just robbing a robbing an ATM, just trying to you know get by. He's like, oh, I can't get a job right now, not while looking like this. Yeah. But then like the escalation of like. Okay, you call me villain of the week. I will prove to you I'm more than just yeah, villain like, of the week. If that's like, what it, that escalation yeah, can yeah. definitely be handled better for sure. But if uh, it was just yeah. that without the other backstory, I think that's better. Yeah. I yeah. see what you mean. Yeah. But Peter, I have so much to say about this movie. Well, you're it like my, it, clearly. It is my <laughs> yeah. favorite movie of the year. It is really? Movie, I didn't know that. It is my favorite movie of the year. It's ranked number one for my twenty twenty three. It's like the <laughs> only movie of this year. Did I? Okay, hold on. Let me check. I'm pretty sure it's the only film this year I gave five stars. No, I gave Godzilla five stars as well. Uh, spoilers. Um, so, uh, really loved it. I think it's just like, it's one of the few moments, like, ever, where I was, I, I was hype about a movie going in. Like, I was like, I know this movie's going to be good. The movie delivers and goes above and beyond, and then I'm just, like, left in shock when the movie's over. Like, the entire viewing experience plus the movie itself is just so like five out of five everywhere that it's like i feel like it's like one of these rare moments doom part two might do it again but you know um it's like i have not experienced something like this in a very long time and the originality of the spider-man story like take this so over the top for me we've seen like so many spider-man stories played out on screen but this one is so unique, so unprecedented that, but it's also so Spider-Man that I just appreciate it so much. The um, the originality both comes from the writing and also the art form, where it's already sort of like a uh, a pretty dynamic, a pretty significant shift compared to the typical Pixar style animation, and then they take it to such a height in this movie where you know it's different art styles for different spider-man different soundtrack for different spider-man the art styles telling as much of the story as the characters and uh, their dialogues it's just so many cool things working together and in such a sort of a more of a niche medium in like uh like 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 i guess like animated animated movies have like such a niche market not 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 in terms of box office but just like in terms of audience but like this one really sort of pushed it to a mainstream where typically a niche anime animated film would not garner this much noise and uh and 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 just just dialogue but this one definitely did uh so it's just like so many 
things that it's done so well all packed into one package i obviously have i i think it definitely has its faults you know being part one of the part uh, two part movies you know having like a lot of characters to deal with and giving a uh, character enough spotlight in between i think it did a decent enough balance it definitely could be better though but uh it is my favorite movie of the year i loved it so much and i nice. can't wait for part three by the way, they have not started recording dialogue for part three, so it's definitely not coming out this year. <laughs> no, there's no way. Yeah, there, yeah. Were, there were some optimistic uh, predictions for when that would come out, and I... Yeah, I, I think just, it's 2026, bro. Just take the time, honestly. Not without, like, killing your, your staff, but... Um, yeah, yeah so, so that was that was my first of two picks in a row. Uh, the yes. second one is going to be uh, for International and taking Anatomy of a Fall. Right, let's uh, go. This was yeah. the one Anatomy, you thought I would take. Anatomy, shoot? Yeah. Yeah. So, is that the other one that you thought I was going to try to snipe? Yeah, that's what I thought okay, maybe. Okay, yeah. 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 Well, the, I did like, that movie is four on my list. So it is yeah. like, I did love that movie a lot. Yeah. I remember you saying you didn't love it quite as much as I did. Um, yeah. So yeah, we, we actually watched this one together. This was, um, this was for a brief time my favorite movie of the year. Uh, I did switch it to Oppenheimer um, after, you know, ruminating on it some more. But um, sure. So it's a French film. Uh, I think it won Palme d'Or. The Palme d'Or, it did. Yeah. Uh, won a little French award. It <laughs> 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 uh, won't be uh, international, uh, up for international feature at the Oscars, just because it wasn't selected, but there might be some stuff That's behind crazy. it. But anyway, so it's Wait. got a lot of accolades, uh, yeah. but it doesn't say anything about what I like about it. Uh, and to say, uh, to talk about that, there was a lot. Um, There's a lot. The direction, first of all, is just so interesting like like i don't even know i don't just unique choices constantly all the time um the story was really interesting um i like how it's like looking at like really like dissecting a marriage and looking at like like if someone if these people like don't like each other or if maybe they're both not good people does that mean one is guilty of like murder right and there's also like like the gender aspect to it, like I, I saw some gender things. Um, the French court is just so entertaining and weird. Um, uh, there's um, like the the recreation of, of like different things kind of, it shows how like silly this all is. Like they're trying to prove someone did something by like throwing a dummy off a roof. And it's like, how, how actually scientific is that? Um, and also like the mixed media of the movie like looking at photographs and and um like police officer like uh what do you call them like chests chest cameras or badge cam body know. cams yeah thank you body cams um like audio recordings they're really just going through all yeah. the different types of mediums and it's just like trying to find out like what is what even is truth yeah. and yeah. at the end of the day does that even matter right like the the whole ending is like the kid gets to decide like not so much does he think his mom is guilty of it or not like does he want his mom in his life is kind yeah. of what it comes down to and there's a lot of like questions about like i don't think some of the things that are said in this film are true like i don't i'm not saying i necessarily think that the uh, sandra hula character sandra hula's character did it but like the way they get out of the court unscathed um i i think there's some lying involved there uh, and it's just it's just so interesting um and yeah such a great character study of sandra Huller, i'll say as well yeah and i 
I do remember like one of the other things I love talking about building off what you're saying about like it calling to question truth. I like how it also like invited you to question your own biases. Like I remember that was something that I, I was really enthralled with. Um, I don't, I don't remember the specifics enough, but it was particularly in the flashback scenes when we get into that and like, like, yeah. And when they're dissecting the case in course court, like why, like, how are you leaning? Like you have to reflect on how are you leaning in this and why am I, why am I feeling this way? Um, and yeah, I think it was another movie about kind of like about narrative. That was a, that was an interesting one as well. Yeah. So I didn't get a chance to be on the pod for this one and I watched it very recently. I have a lot to say. Um, <laughs> so I think first of all, what, like what this movie, uh, I think what encapsulated so much about this movie was I remember very early on in the movie when, um, when Sandra Hüller's character was talking to the lawyer Vincent, uh, there, she was literally telling him. This is, I think, like a day after the incident. Uh, she said, "I think she he just fall." Like they were standing on the attic and they were looking at the like like at the uh, at the window, etc. But and then Laura said, "But no one's gonna believe that." So like, what, what I think that just underscores the entire movie. Like it's like you're trying to. Like, in order for the court to give you a favorable decision, sometimes telling the truth is not enough. And I think this happens so much throughout the movie, where the court is supposed to be a point of evidence-based thinking, objectivity. But so much of both the defense uh, and also the prosecutor have done is pull in subjective things into ob- to paint a picture over objective evidence. It's a, as much as about... Uh, telling a good story, painting a narrative that makes sense as, you know, telling the objective truth. And sometimes telling the objective truth won't, won't even get you there, which I think is so cool about this entire movie where you're, you're supposedly you're in an environment where evidence and objectivity should always win. But in this case, so much of it, you know, they're pulling in evidence from the books, even they're pulling in mm-hmm. evidence. They're, they're painting a picture of the psych, uh, of uh, the husband's conversation with the shrink, you know, they're they're like so so much of it is like you think these are people who are supposed to look at the full picture, understand the context, then make a decision. But so much of it is them just it's almost like debate in high school in a sense where you're trying to pull in any evidence possible, whether it's like uh, like no matter what it is, and paint a picture that it's favoring your side no matter what it is. So you're, you're really just trying to fit it into a box that's, that, that's, you know, that is like, this evidence supports me. Uh, and I have a quick comment of, of the male and female gaze as well, which I think features quite a bit in this movie, where uh, especially when uh, they were talking about the infidelity, the cheatings, uh, it's very, like, there was a study done where guys are oftentimes less okay with being cheated on physically versus being cheated on emotionally. So I think like the big difference, like we could really tell when during the, uh, when they were talking about their cheating, that Sandra Huller might not think like, because she, she thought she did not cheat on her husband emotionally, that it doesn't matter as much. But his husband was, uh, her husband was actually quite hurt because he got cheated on physically. So I thought mm-hmm. like this movie was like just so good at examining so many different complex themes and also presenting it in such a neatly packaged uh a film that it's it's so good and uh and all uh, and like just to wrap it up i think this is basically marriage story on steroids 
like Mary's story, like give us sort of like a divorce drama type thing, but like this one is like pushed to the max. So yeah. uh, it was a great time. Court. It's it's definitely not an enjoyable watch. I personally did not enjoy <laughs> watching the movie. Like I just felt so stressed the entire time. Sure. But uh, it's a, it's an excellent film. Yeah, I actually really enjoyed the experience. My eyes were glued to the screen, and I was just like, "This is awesome! I love French court." Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, which isn't about public, like, it's the court of public opinion. That's the real court, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, let's uh, let's move on. I, I believe, Aiden, uh, the ball is in your court once again. What yeah, think? I think, um, I think I'll pick international. I think I'll pick international next, because sure. the thing is, we're at a point where I think a lot of the rest of my picks are ones that I'm fairly confident you guys won't pick. But I just want to think of, like, what do I have the, where do I have like the most movies? Hmm, this is hard because like, oh, I can really go either way here. It just depends on like, if I pick this, then I have to put a different thing in a different thing. And if I do that, then I have it's to true. do this. You know what I mean? Hey, Aiden, I can, yeah. uh, I can always go first. No, no, dude, <laughs> no, no, we can't do that. Um, okay. So if I do that, then that means that that has to be that. And that's safe. Yes. Yeah, so, nice. but if I, I do it, if I do, uh, right, that's safe. So I suppose that's the play. Okay, international. Uh, I will go poor things. Okay, yeah. Yes. I thought I thought maybe that's what you're looking at. Yeah. Uh, tell us about it. I like this movie a lot. <laughs> Thank you very much. Uh, yeah. So yeah, Emma Stone is incredible. Uh, in this film this is like this is a standout performance of this year for me like this is really if it weren't for like um like lily gladstone really is the only other like best like lead actress role i can think of where it's like that definitely should win but if it weren't for that emma stone would be my pick for it um yeah this film i i think is really incredible i think it's its strength is its bluntness and like on a certain level it seems to like what i was thinking for part of the movie is that this seems to lack some subtlety like it's a little bit like it's very like in your face about like what it's about but i think that's actually a strength of it in that putting things so plainly emphasizes how absurd and strange life is and i think that that really that's what this film is about it's just it's just life is very strange and infinitely interesting and i like just to like the the point being by putting things so plainly and by having emma stone's character perceive things and put them in terms that are easily relatable to our lives we understand that this fantastical surreal world is like really quite similar to our own like it's really not that different even though like like the way it's dressed up is a little bit different but we dress up everything ourselves anyway uh i think like there's really interesting like religious overtones in this as well i mean obviously Willem Dafoe's character is god that's his, literally his name and so it's this like this devotion to it's like a secular religion and this idea like that idea of like what that means for how you understand the world and gaining evidence like in painting painting that like that philosophy and how she encounters people who obviously don't feel that way and just like yeah no it's and i, I mean i haven't talked about the visual style as well but like I mean, it's it's not things that Yorgos hasn't done before necessarily, but like it's just just incredible. Like a lot of the movies about perspective as well, and so I think it's really awesome that 
it's by switching from these extremely wide lenses to these very tight telephoto lenses usually like within a single cut and also like like these weird like pinhole shots like and whatever like it's like inviting you to see the world from a different perspective and understand that the way you see the world is just one way to see it and i like that's that's the way i felt about it and i by the end of this movie especially when the scenes between bella and godwin towards the end i was very very moved by it uh, and this is this is one of my favorite movies of the year just and also just so much fun like that's the other thing just so much fun to watch yeah very fun movie uh very funny movie like yeah. like really hilarious stuff i loved um i think my favorite bit from the movie was when like everyone's talking in like their victorian kind of like way of speaking um and it's all like very fancy and proper and there's this idea of like properness kind of emanating throughout the film and then they'll just get so flustered that they they just like drop it and they just start talking normal and they swear and they they say the f word like it's um so i I love that and yeah like maybe career best performances or at least like top of their career like emma stone mark ruffalo uh probably uh willem dafoe as well like everyone's just like top of their game and i think everyone's just having so much fun like the actors are having so much fun yorgos is like pulling out all the stops like you said the camera work is just like it's crazy and at at times i was like maybe it's too crazy but i think what you're saying is right like it's it's a distancing effect it's like saying like this is a fantastical world like pay attention to that like like don't don't get sucked into it look at it from a distance and and compare and contrast like you said um i think the satire is really it's interesting maybe not the most insightful thing but like i don't think there was ever going to be that and i don't think that's the aim you know like yeah um yeah. i've seen some people say the some like similar things about barbie too like some people just need the intro to feminism stuff like, well it's not also everything's going to be advanced for me like if you want to if you're interested in feminist literature go read some like, go, go read, read yeah, exactly. go read feminist theory. like i don't know like why why are you turning to the barbie movie for that and yeah. so like for me it's not it's not even about need it's just about like what is this movie trying to do? And I see poor things as being about like life in general, obviously trying to weave in feminist themes as well. I'm not denying that, but I just think like, like dropping a textbook in the movie wouldn't necessarily, not that it needs yeah. to do that either, but I, I just don't know if that would make it stronger either. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, I, I agree. Peter, did you end up catching this one? I think you said it was part of your marathon yesterday. Yes. This one I saw yesterday. And honestly, it's like so much funnier than I thought. Like, Mark Ruffalo and Emma Stone together, it's just, like, somehow... Okay, not gonna lie, was it just me or was Mark Ruffalo's accent, like, terrible in the movie? He kind of lost it a little sort bit. I did not Yeah, know, like, I, got, I, thought, I, did, I thought it was pretty I bad. <laughs> but but it was, like, I like so funny and, like, on, yeah. like, on brand for the movie. Like, oh, I, I know, it's, so it's, very it's very like, funny. It's very funny. Keep, I'm not like, they're slipping that. out of the Victorian, like, talk. Yeah. Like, they might as well be mm-hmm. slipping in and out of accents, too. Like, that's just yeah. I, but I think, like, I think Yogo's, like, his strength, at least, like, for me, who's only seen The Lobster and now Poor Things, um, I think one of the, his greatest strengths, even though this is sort of an adapted work, is that he's able to sort of put interesting characters in an interesting space and just let them, you know, let, let, let them sort of interact with each other. Like, in The Lobster, it's just like, like, you know, with these characters in that setting, something interesting or thoughtful is bound to happen and that's exactly what happened and that's, so i just think he's so good at creating these spaces where like drama and also like cinema 
like is like bound to take place which happened again here at poor things which is a you know like a sort of a child in a grown woman's body that is forced to grow up and learn the way of the world in the most ridiculous way possible but that somehow exposes so much of um, our current like thinking or like beliefs traditions etc i believe I, I saw an interview where uh Willem Dafoe or Mark Ruffalo said like this movie is about sort of exposing the amount of uh, like oppression and also repression that everyone in the society is doing you know like the whole concept of a polite society and like what is expected the whole concept of what a woman should do in a society what is expected and then the concept of like you know being a wife being a husband being a father etc uh, is like all being questioned and examined in the same movie in the most hilarious and ridiculous way possible is just like it's almost like uh, like when I think dark comedy like somehow Parasite came came to my mind like as the first movie it's almost like a you know like a Parasite dark comedy-esque movie uh, but like honestly like just overall like that like so interesting character work on top of really great design and setting of the world like uh so much of it like one shot that really like struck me was uh when they were visiting alexandria it's literally the hotel and then broken staircase and yeah. then the slums like that yeah. is just like you know that the shock was just like it's right there you know the everything you need to know ab about this place is conveyed in just one one scene one picture and uh it's very it great yeah, that scene is a great example of what I was talking about as well, where it's like, on one hand, you could look at it and be like, oh, okay, I get it. Like, the fanciful, opulent hotel is above, like, the slave workers who have mm. to do this and that. And it's like, I get it. Like, obviously, like, it's a very clear metaphor there. But again, like, I think that's a strength of it, actually, is that, like, the realization of, like, no, those two things are actually that close in real life as well. And by putting it that plainly, like, you have to confront it. Mm and cruise ships like how we just like travel around in this opulent floating vessel that's pumping this green yeah. billowing smoke and we're mm -hmm. gonna visit these these places that are built off the backs of like intense poverty where there's just like like and i think it's the extremity thing like like just like a pile of dead babies yeah like that's what makes it work is it's just to the extreme uh mm -hmm. rock the mic like a vandal light up the stage and watch to chump like a candle uh, we're gonna yeah. move on. I have one more Side thing to baby. say. Just one quick okay, thing. Okay, last thing. Uh, and also, like, what the other thing I thought was so great is how, like, again, like we've talked so much about, like, this year there's sort of like a theme about destiny and like defining your own narrative. Like, I think this is another great example of yeah. that. How so Emma Stone's character Bella was, you know, initially like wanted to explore what her old life was like, but then immediately found out that like so much of the things that she enjoyed as a baby. The, the person Victoria who who's who's the the body uh, enjoyed as well like when when she was growing up when Bella was growing up initially she enjoyed brutality she enjoyed violence she enjoyed smashing things she enjoyed like she indulges in things being broken like witnessing violence but then she's playing she's testing the limits I know but yeah. that that is what's shocking about it is yeah. these are the exact things that Victoria as a person enjoyed as well she enjoyed playing mm. crew pranks on people she enjoyed like you know uh, and and like that's 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 what's so interesting about like how them framing like the whole brain sort of swapping experiment as he like when they were talking about the general he needs an improvement as well they think of it as an improvement 
it's almost like an, another case where can you define your own narrative like in this case it's uh the baby's brain in victoria's body able to define the the, the narrative for bella you know and i think like this movie sort of touched on that as well so i just want to quickly mention that yeah cool well peter uh, you get to talk some more you've uh, got two picks coming up two picks in a row all right my pick so because One, of two. alex's you know absolute betrayal how dare you yep. alex how dare you um I'm now left without a blockbuster pick, but I am actually gonna go pick my horror pick first. Okay. Um, Interesting. So I have a clear winner for this. It's one mm-hmm. of the very few horror movies I enjoyed, and uh, it's Scream Six. I think okay. Uh, okay. it's it's a really fun movie. You know, uh, I've like never been a person who enjoys horror or like the slasher genre in general, but like the way that it's able to leverage the New York setting, and you know, there's so many interesting set pieces. Uh, and like a genuine, like a pretty interesting through line as well of the main characters, uh, all put together made this a fantastic movie, and I really enjoyed it. Yeah, no, I agree. This movie was super, super fun. I uh, I had a lot of I had, I liked Scream Five, and I thought that this was like much better in like most ways. I thought it was a tight plot that moved along at a good pace. I thought the performances were all fun. I thought there were some fun kills. Um, I remember having like some problems with. I, I'm still not sold on, like, the no one can die sort of thing. Like, it's kind of, again, like, particularly, like, I know it's it may be a little repetitive to kill off a legacy character, but it feels like Gail should die where she does. Like, that just feels yeah. like, like that like that one in particular stands out to me. Um, yeah, no, I, I thought this movie was a lot of fun. Uh, it does, just to be clear, it sucks that Scream 7 will, sounds like it's not happening. Uh, <laughs> yeah, probably not. Yeah. That's yeah, that is unfortunate. Uh, yeah. yeah, for me, I agree. Scream Six was everything I liked about Scream Five, but much better. Yeah. Um, the New York setting is just so interesting. Like this is one of two, I think, Scream movies that don't take place in the main kind of town. Yeah, three uh, is in Hollywood or is something. Is in Hollywood, right? yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I think I think this does a much better job, a more interesting job for me. Like the claustrophobia of a big city, which seems incongruous, but it actually isn't. Um, and it's just it's like dirty and and like grimy and and you know we're in the subway and it's uh, the the bodega yeah. like all these interesting locations just yeah I, I had a great time that was the first screen movie I'd seen in theaters after doing a marathon and very rewarding experience so solid yeah. pick uh, Peter you do have a second pick okay in so this, this is my strategic pick I felt like Scream might be strategic as well because I know uh, Aiden's probably not gonna pick that but no. Alex might. But, my horror pick is safe you guys have yeah I, yeah i think your yeah. horror pick is pretty safe um i'm gonna do international this is purely strategic uh okay. i will pick the big lizard for international uh, oh yeah oh yeah it, i didn't it, know what that was sorry the name is in fact not the big lizard it's godzilla minus one um so i sort of went into it with like very little expectation i like i've never been like a godzilla fan um i don't know what's happening with my camera uh I've never been like a Godzilla fan. I've seen like, I don't think I've seen any Godzilla films, to be honest. Like, yeah. I don't even, uh, I've seen like, the only MonsterVerse movie I've seen is King Kong, uh, the Kong Skull Island. Yeah, the monkey movie. Um, but I thought like, the setting is great. You know, like, um, they picked the post-war Japan. And also, uh, I learned yesterday that the whole point of the title being minus one is because it's the lowest point of recent Japanese history. So that's why it's called minus one. 
And uh, there were so many great moments where it's sort of like the whole movie is about this such a, like fantastical threat, but like somehow you can connect so many links back to the war and also uh, like what happened in World War II in general. And also like so much of it is about the impact of of war on civilians, which I, I thought like it's very, very good that the movie had a very good showcase of that. And I think it's really interesting how the eventual task force that defeated Godzilla happened to all be civilians at the time, not the Japanese Navy, not the American Navy. You know, they're actually not actively serving people uh, at the end. And uh, this movie might have like a little bit of emotional and manipulation because I cried twice watching this movie. Oh, yeah. I have no idea why, but like the movie, uh, the, the music was hitting and also the scene was just hitting. Uh, and like, I cried twice. Once was uh, when, uh, when they grouped up with the, uh, at the, the emergency response HQ of like the general and the doctor going over the plan and no one was signing up. And then eventually they said, you know, if we're not gonna do it, who's gonna do it? And then that, like that scene I cried. And then lastly, it was, uh, it was uh, when, uh, when like Tojibama, like the, the, the engineer, the mechanic that showed up and like started repairing the plane. That scene I cried. Like overall, it's just like emotionally, it was a ride. And also visually, it's a treat. And also like, just like all, all the themes it's able to tie together. Uh, it's just like objectively a good film. So really enjoy that one. My pick for international. Yeah, I I completely understand that. I think it was a very affecting story. Like I surprised I was not expecting it to be about like like life versus duty and talking about post-war anxieties and nationalism and you know, like I I really realistically don't have enough historical context of post-war Japan to like to like really in a in a smart way like talk about it, but I I did think it was just a very like well-threaded story that was genuinely affecting and the action is great like the scene where the scene where uh godzilla essentially does like a nuclear blast is like oh. it's crazy like that's that awesome. so yeah great movie yeah i just because of like what where it was playing i had to see it in imax and for that scene i was like whoa yeah. <laughs> like i was like the gust of wind i felt it and i, I yeah. was in the back of the theater um no that that was a very interesting movie uh the godzilla bits are like 10 out of 10 like the best the best ever um the human bits are more developed than usual but incredibly melodramatic which did kind of i agree i agree which did kind of like make my opinion a little more negative uh just because it's like why like screaming at the 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 heavens and it's it's quite well you know you you buy into it you're like okay this is what it is we're gonna be a little corny and you're just like okay fine um but yeah like great it's just a, a very like rousing, exciting, fun yeah. little romp. A little romp. Uh, a little so romp. I think that that makes two for Peter in this selection. Yes. So then it's uh, back to Aiden. I'm scared. Comedy. I'm scared. So That's I th- all I'll say. I'm so scared. excited. What's your See, pick? I don't be? know why you're scared because I. Oh then, hmm. well if, if you're not gonna scare me, then don't scare me. Thing is, I don't know. But now I'm thinking like, because I'm looking at my that. list. I'm looking at my list, and I'm looking at the highest. Ra- I'm looking at the highest rated thing that can be construed as a comedy. And then my next highest is one that I know you love. But it's... Oh, okay. So if you have a... Well, pick the one that I don't love. <laughs> that yeah. one's scary. Well, I don't... Yeah. Well, here, here's the thing. I actually think I messed up in that I think I should have put Poor Things as my comedy. And then I should have 
put my horror pick in a different thing and then freed up my horror slot because I've I have multiple picks. Yeah, whatever. I, I should have done that instead. You should have done uh, that. I am gonna go May December for comedy. Okay. Oh, Wait, that's a comedy? Yeah, yeah it's quite it's quite yes. funny. Yeah. <laughs> like it's, it's oh like, shit. Like that's like like very like satirical, dry kind of melodrama like, comedy. They're, like they're yeah. playing it straight. You're laughing at them. Like that's okay. how it is. Yeah. Yeah. What's well, yeah? That's also, wild. Yeah, this is um this movie reminds me of Tar a lot. Like this yeah. like this feels yeah. like this year's Tar, um, which is I think Tar's better. But I I really like yeah. this movie. Like I liked this movie a lot. I think it's like, the, yeah, it's it's super well directed. It's a clever script. It has the same Tar ending, which is so. Have you seen it, Peter? I don't want to spoil. Uh. I know the premise. I don't know. Okay, you don't know the ending then. I won't, I won't say anything more about it. <laughs> it does have um, the tar ending. Though. It does have the tar ending. Um, yeah. But yeah, uh, which is hilarious. That's Wait, so does she funny. go to China? I no, no, no. <laughs> no, no, no. We no, won't yeah. say any. We won't say more. Say less. Okay. Uh, yeah, no, but like, great. Again, a year of great performances. Great, great performances in this film. Like, just, I mean, like, clear, like uh, just a good, really good movie about exploitation and character and like cycles of abuse and uh i think that like like charles melton in particular like that just an insane performance he's the one who's playing um the the guy the man the man like for the those man. who don't know it's about like it's about for those who don't know it's about uh guy got into a relationship with his teacher when he was 13 they're still together yeah um he's the guy and he is that is a teenager like you're looking like the way he is walking the way he is talking like you are looking at a teenager when he's like crying and he doesn't know how to do it like it's like oh my god like it's just it's just brutal um when he's talking to his son and he's smoking weed with his son and his son has to be the father in this situation. No like, like more That's or less crazy. and it's like it, and but it's not quite that as well like it's just the dynamics are like so well locked in like it's so precise and like how these characters are and how they would interact with each other it's just like it's just airtight and then also very funny which i didn't expect but yeah yeah that's a movie that i definitely need to return to um it's i think it's dense and i think i've only kind of like scratched the surface um similar to tar in that way where, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Tar, tar. I mean, tar is tar. You know, like yeah. we're gonna be talking about tar, tar, tar. forever. <laughs> so, yeah. um, but for this one, like, like you said, the the scenes with Charles Melton are just so heartbreaking. Like, because he, like you said, he's he's slowly peeling away these layers to reveal. It's like Natalie Portman's character is like picking at like an old scab, and yeah. she's peeling away the layers and like until. Like she's being like a like a really awful person, yeah. On but also like, kind of, like pointing out like the very obvious yeah. truth that like just what has happened to Charles Melton's character, which is both horrible and like relieving and kind of like giving him him an opportunity to like actually live a real life, yeah. And yet on the other hand, like she's like an idiot. Like, like yeah. she's not yeah. actually, she's, like, going through, like, the process, quote-unquote, but, like, nothing is, like, I don't, she's doing she all this, and for what? Yeah. For you what, know? yeah. That's the tar ending, and, yeah, and then also just, like, th- there's a last-minute thing that I, I was kind of like, wait, what? And so that's why I want to rewatch it with, um, uh, what's her name? The main yeah, girl. Boy. Yeah, Julianne Moore's character is, like, there's, like, a last-minute, like, psych oh. on on Natalie Portman's character and it's like like there's two people like like 
Natalie Portman is studying her to play the character, but like it seems like Julianne Moore is also playing this yeah. character. She's playing herself, and yes. it's like I don't know who she actually is, and that's the whole thing. And it's it's true crime. Ah, that's a that's a scary movie that I need to. It is a scary. It's a, scary, it's a freaky that movie. I need to watch yeah. again. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's a that's a solid pick. That's a good movie from this year. Uh, so I I I thought you were gonna pick before you go. I mm-hmm. thought you were going to pick Theater Camp, but are you picking Holdovers? No, no, no. So I w- You're right. Uh, so for comedy, I am going to pick Theater Camp. Uh, okay, this that's was... my second comedy. Okay, because yeah. I, I, this is the thing. I didn't think of May, December as a comedy, but you're right, it is. Right. Um, so Theater Camp, yes, that's my third favorite movie of the year. So I think I got two out of three, so that's pretty good. I didn't get Oppie, but I got those two. Uh, Theater Camp was just a, like a pure delight. I know you guys didn't like love this one this to the same degree I, so i thought in, it was pretty in my memory this is back. a movie that's like grown as much as well yeah. like, re- recalling this movie i've really mm-hmm. come to like it more too yeah, yeah. dude it's, it's my sixth best of the year it's solid it's ranked six it's awesome it's, it's not it's bad like a like i think it was a feature debut it was a collaborative effort it speaks to me personally just from like formerly being in that kind sure. of world but like just as like a movie and as a comedy so solid the mockumentary like filmography is really awesome um super funny really like entry level stuff like so like although i'm getting the niche references i feel like you guys enjoyed it a lot too um and i think the the niche references are set up in such a way that it's like i get it like i like more or less i get it yeah and they're just like like i could think of so many moments that I, i saw this movie three times I like oh, yeah, I love that. this movie. It's so good, um, and yeah, uh, just like everyone's being a goof. Uh, who's yeah. the main guy? Ben Platt. No, the Jimmy guy Tatro? from yeah. Yeah, so he's funny. great. So yeah, he's funny. so funny. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, this movie. This is another movie that's like very, very funny. Also, very heartfelt. Like the I like, and I like that it's um, it's making fun of these people, but in like a very. Uh, compassionate way like it clearly has so much love for what this is but it's like this is also very silly and uh, i think it nailed it tonally and yeah it's a great film peter peter <laughs> i mean i have no additional comments you guys said sure. it all i i sure. think it's just you know it's like an ode to this sort of like i don't know like theory cam is i feel like a dying thing is it i can uh, i don't know like like I don't know if like sleepaway camps like that happen quite so much, right. but yeah. like the idea of a yeah like, theater is still well and alive as far as I know. Mm-hmm. But it's just like like I love human movies and human stories, and that it's exactly that. Sorry, <laughs> I guess every you, movie is a it, human movie. Well, I was gonna say there's the lizard movies, and <laughs> like I don't know, it seems like you like the lizard movies a lot too. There's well, the hey, there are there are a lot of humans in the lizard movie too, you know. This is true. Uh, okay, well, I, I guess I'll, I'll move over to my other pick. Uh, I think yeah. this is the only other category that maybe would have some like contention in it, maybe. Sure. Uh, yeah. And I think I'm, uh, I think I'll go with the the way I've ranked my list. Sure. So I'm gonna pick the holdovers, like Aiden just said okay, for yeah. drama. I um, wasn't gonna pick that. Okay, so this, this is, it I, is. I looked at my list and it's shockingly low. Like I don't know why. I must have put it there by mistake because I have it lower than Mithrigan right now, which I whoa, didn't, which I, I didn't mean to do. Mithrigan's awesome yeah. though. Like make no mistake, that movie's awesome. But and whatever. Yeah. Came out and also, this guys, year, about this yeah. time. I made a mistake. Mm-hmm. I did not watch the holdovers. 
I did okay. not watch the holdovers, so no spoilers. And I'm looking okay, forward to watching that one. Okay, holdovers. Um, this is like an ode to like the classic '70s film. Uh, there's a particular filmmaker it emulates, but I don't really know who that is, so I, you know, won't say that. But um, Paul Giamatti is just like tour de force performance. Just like yeah. I feel like he's great in everything he's in. Maybe yeah. not Amazing Spider-Man too, but. Maybe he's good at it, but um, yeah. I, don't, I, don't know. I don't know if any version of that would have been good, though. Who did no. he play in the, uh, maybe the, he rhino. the Rhino? The at the Rhino at the very end. Wait, no fucking way! Yeah. And he had, like, tattoos around. Yeah. So he didn't show up in that's the That's a way, wild cast. That's, that's the there. L. That's the real L. Yeah. Should have brought him back. Anyways, he's great. The new kid is great. Um, Like, that's his first, as his debut role. Yeah. Just really, like, sweet and, like, super melancholy christmas mm-hmm. film that's like uplifting and you know like it's it's a it's a classic story and they just do it very very well yeah. um yeah I, I don't know if i have much more to say than that made me made me kind of sad for the rest of the day <laughs> yeah no i this was a great movie i uh i had some problems with it but i think like over like none of them is a type of kind of movie where even though like the problems i have didn't tarnish my experience of it like it was just like oh i i don't i prefer not that but overall like this was just so like this was great yeah so i yeah no honestly like it was really beautiful too i love the aesthetic of it it's really well well i have some problems with the directing but it's generally like mm-hmm. quite well directed yeah oh and the score yeah. the score just like takes you back um because yeah. we were around back then uh and it yeah. is your it's your your turn it is my pick um i guess i'm going drama too because my horror is safe yeah i guess i have to go drama because horror is safe and the wild card is wild card so uh for drama i guess i'm going just going off my list i the i this is a drama it's more thriller but this is a drama it's more thriller i am gonna go how to blow up a pipeline yes that's what i have as my number six of the year okay because uh, I don't know, what are you guys gonna pick? I don't know. What is the other drama movie that I'm forgetting? Okay, another one that I'm I'm worried a little worried about could go. I keep I'm I keep looking. making a pick and I'm like, no wait, it's the other category I should have saved that for. Uh, no, Alex, I think I you're safe. I don't. I think safe. what I'm gonna okay. pick is not even on your list. Okay. Not, <laughs> okay, I'm safe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyways, talk about your movie. Uh, yeah, this is a great movie. I mean, like, this is like a very like this is another movie that is str- its simplicity is its strength. In that, like, it is just, like, it's trying to be instructive, but also very touching at the same time. And I think it's very successful. Beautiful. Like, beautifully shot. Just, like, just, inc- like, incredible. I think it was shot on a 16mm film. Or may- yeah, I think so. It looks very, like, like it's like, film. It is. Fi- I know it's film, but I think it's 16mm in particular. Um, and I think it's, it's just, like, it's... Yeah, like I think like, this is just like it's very thrilling. Like it's the it's very great performances again, uh, good characters. I think it explores its ideas well, and it's just like very blunt in like the super desperate feeling that it's coming from. It's coming from such a place of like desperation. Like we like this. There's there's a giant boulder that we need to move, and it feels like no one's pushing. Like and yeah, like it's just like and that anxiety is so woven into the movie it's such a like it's a movie that makes you clench um and like a very like a very tight thriller structure really augments that as well um this is a great movie yeah Yeah. this was one of the few movies this year that like really made me actively anxious and i was like oh no and yet it is very straightforward and yeah 
you know, kind of spoilers, but like things turn out more or less all right. Yeah. Uh, maybe maybe it's too easy. Yeah. Maybe a little bit too easy. Sure. Uh, but I mean, it's also nice. Like like they were trying to do. I think the other movie is Night Moves. That's the Jesse Eisenberg movie where it's also eco terrorism, but that mm. one, I've heard it goes poorly. And so they wanted to have a movie where things go well to show yeah. like, there is hope. You and can. So that's it's you can possible. do something. Yeah. Change and can the, the be movie. Achieved. The movie goes out of its way to show you like this is something you could do. Like, like that that's like a yeah, yeah. that is a, a point of the movie yeah and it's also very cool to be like here are all these people from disparate backgrounds yeah and they all have this like while their reasons are different the cause is the same because yeah. they everyone is affected equally yeah. um peter you saw this movie as well did you like i it? have not actually you've not were you not there yeah, for that no. Oh. no it was one of those episodes where yeah. the logo was just aiden and myself wow i, I don't i didn't know you're that. right Okay, well, uh, I think Peter, though it is your turn. So it's my double. What is a, what is a movie you have seen? Okay, um, I think I think the rest of my picks are pretty safe, so I'm just gonna take it chill. Uh, I, I'll round out the drama. I think you guys pick, both pick drama, right? So I'll yes. round out the drama category. I think it's uh, pretty expected. I'm gonna do Past Lives. It's my second oh, okay. favorite movie of the year. Um, like. I just have a thing for human stories and I think this story it's so simple yet so human it is a beautifully crafted story of really just the whole concept of wrong place wrong time like right people I think uh, but wrong place wrong time and it, they were able to wrap it up and tie it up in such a nice way and say perhaps this is just one of our past lives and we will be together in one of our future lives just because of circumstances of things not working out. And dude, even just saying this is giving me goosebumps. But uh, it's uh, it's so such like the characters themselves so simple, so human, yet so so realistic. And I think that's why I appreciate this movie so much. It's just like I totally see this happening in real life, and this probably happens like every day in one form or another to some people. Um, and uh, I love it. It's my favorite drama movie of the year. Yeah, I actually think this movie is very nuanced as well. I don't, I don't think this one is actually like a super simple movie as well. I love, um, yeah, I think it's a great movie. This probably would have been my wild card pick, Pro mm -hmm. probably. But uh, so, so it's this, good. I took it away. Yeah, well, <laughs> I, I, have, I have other ones, but I mean, yeah, it, like I love how this movie talks about identity and how it dissects that and how. It treats identity as something that is not fixed it's malleable it can be split in two it can be changed over time but you can take parts from this and yeah like and different people bring out different things different places bring out different things how like who you are as a person is not something that's set in stone Absolutely, like that's it's, yeah. yeah i yeah i think this is a really beautiful movie oh yeah i saw it too um you did sorry, see it. I at the west um a bug flew in my eye when I was oh. going to see it, and it made me like it less. Dude, that was one of your best reviews. That is by true. The way. I know. Like, yeah. really like that letterbox review. Yeah, because me and the we mean the bug have in in young, um, right? Clearly, but yeah. uh, this was a movie that I saw, and I think it's one of those movies that maybe I should rewatch uh, without the bug experience, and sure. maybe maybe I would like it more. I don't know. I just I uh, I had some issues. I guess the the end is kind of sweet. Sure. Yeah, I'll try and keep it positive. So, yeah. sure. um, 
I, I, I like the ideas. Like like you said, like it's fate, destiny, wrong. Dude, look at him. Wrong He's trying to salvage right it. Time, whatever. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not trying to salvage anything. Um, <laughs> I'm feel like I'm losing track of where I have we one are. more pick. I have one more pick. You have one. I know that, but yeah. I feel like I'm missing something on the document. But you you could do your pick, and Aiden can look at it and verify yeah. if I've missed anything. Okay. Uh, I think the the rest of my picks are very safe. So uh, I'm gonna go with my blockbuster pick. Yeah. Okay. And uh, I think uh, for me, dude, I'm literally just going down my list at this point. And uh, let me just say, it's been a year for Dungeons and Dragons, guys. All right. That's uh, your pick. Uh, <laughs> Wait, the, uh, is that even? Does that, that make it on the blockbuster list? It's 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 ninety four million. Please count it. Come on. Oh right, right, right. We were because the issue is it's gross. International, gross. it is it is over. But like domestically, it's ninety four. Oh, I was mm. saying it had to be domestically mm. over. Dude, then, dude, please, man, because like, like I have nothing hey, I, else to say. I said the rules. I it did doesn't say fit the, the one criterion. I had given you the Fuck criterion yeah. channel. Yeah. Do you have another one that does pass the rules I had set clearly okay, before like, last time? None last of them, year it was my fault, but I was clearly... None of them I liked it that much, though. There's That's movies the on there. Come on, okay, well, let's go through it. There's, there's my Barbie. My next one, Barbie would have been my other pick. Guardians 3. There is The Little Mermaid. John Wick 4 is a movie I did not like John Wick 4 that much. You didn't like John Wick 4? Yeah, I like I I like John Wick Wick 2 a lot more. John Wick 4 might have been my third option, I think. Mm -hmm. Um, What about Mission Impossible? Did not like it. Oh, I forgot you didn't like that one. Yeah. Yeah. Wonka. Uh, Dude, I've just been a blockbuster hater this year. Blockbuster hater. Okay, whatever. Yeah. Choose I, your... I mean, I mean, like, okay. If I don't like, can I pick it or not? Yes or no? If I can't, I'll switch. I prefer I... you talk about a movie you like, so I don't care. Just choose sure. your okay. Dungeons and Dragons. So, so well, it's been. Uh, I don't know if you guys know, but like in the video game sphere, there's this little game called Baldur's Gate Three. It's been blowing up. I did know that. Uh, and uh, that is D and D as well. So I just thought like it's a perfect way to say like you know my favorite blockbuster of the year is also Dungeons and Dragons. But it's just like it's it's funny and like the directors them uh, they've always done re- this really like smart comedy where Freaks it's like the uh, the, uh, the 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 comedy itself is only part of the movie it's not all of the movie the visual style of the movie so many creative scenes so many creative ways to sort of leverage the fantasy setting and genuinely it's just so much fun I know like we all have like critiques about the actual plot and our actual story and how some characters are portrayed but you cannot deny that this is a fun movie and it's a hell of a good time watching it so and i think that's just the criteria of blockbuster where it's a crowd pleaser and you just have fun coming out of the theater so that's my pick yeah i agree this movie was super fun i think like while i have some writing and directorial problems i think like yeah this this what this is a really fun movie like there's some really fun set pieces like i'm remembering the thing with like the the portal and like the caravan that's going down the road like that's a yeah. really fun mm-hmm. sequence yeah the mirror the mirror scene where yeah yeah, yeah 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 this is this is a good one yeah this was a movie that i think i thought i d- i wanted to not like it like i saw the trailers and i was like oh this is one of those dumb like 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 it's a it's a action comedy but it's like like it's fine 
And it was actually, I do remember actually being like sort of like reluctantly won over. So that's sure. just like a, te- a, te- an, a testament to like the power of like, it's actually pretty good. It's the, yeah. I think it's the game, the game night guys. Like, yeah, I think is. a lot of it is that, is them bringing their kind of style to it. Um, yeah, there's, like I said, begrudgingly, I had, I had a decent time watching that movie. Sure. Um, is that, that all for, uh, for dungeons from you? Yep. All right. Back to Aiden. Moving on. Uh, yeah, so I guess horror, I'm picking Skinamarink, which yeah, you guys I mean, yeah. Ooh, I thought it would so, be a wild card. Interesting. No, no, because no, I mean, I might as well put it here. This was, So just to go over, the reason I thought that I should have put poor things in comedy, which would have let me put this in international, international. Where's because it it's, Cana- it's Canadian. It's Canadian. Interesting. And that's, that's why I said there was a sneaky, it was a sneaky one where I well, forgot I it was Canadian. Um, and so like, yeah, so it is a Canadian film made for like 15 K in Alberta filmed in the director's, uh, like childhood home. Like just, yeah, it's just like insane, insane, insane film. Um, yeah. And then, so that would have freed up horror or whatever, but I, I actually like the way this turned out. Yeah. So this is, I, this is a very slow and experimental movie and I went in knowing that. And I think that helped me love it a lot. This is an interesting movie that I've heard some people say like, oh, it's an example of the no plot, just vibes sort of thing, which I, as I guess I've said before, I don't believe in, I don't believe in such a thing, but like this movie is clearly not that like, it actually has a very, like, despite being very abstract, it actually has a pretty clear three act horror structure. It's just like not many events happen. Um, it's just like the way it dissects, like what fear is like at its core like it's just the recontextualization of a childhood home into something that is just a prison and is unfamiliar but is familiar at the same time and how that's so like for those like it's basically the plot of the movie is it's two kids they talk to their dad at the beginning their dad leaves and then as the dad leaves the windows disappear the door disappears uh, and the kids are trapped in the room and there's the kids are trapped in the house and there's this like entity that's there's like a ghost or something it's never explained but there's something else in the house with them and just like really getting to a core of like when you're a kid like the scariest thing is to go into another room in your house with the lights off like and just it's just like i feel like that was just like the impetus for the whole thing and like yeah this movie was like j- very affecting for me and very scary uh and just like yeah, like I, I'm very excited to see more from uh, from this director, and I know you guys didn't see it, but yeah, this I can't recommend this movie enough. Really great movie. Cool. Yeah. No, I I've, I've been meaning to watch this one. It's that's one of those movies that's like it sounds like it's a an Aiden movie because it's yes. it's a not many other people movie. I've seen a lot of people like yes. kind of negative on it. So, but I'm I'm definitely willing to check that one out eventually. I will um, say I don't think either of you will like it as much as I do. <laughs> I think like that's right. almost certainly true, but like fantastic. I okay. think I think you both might get something out of it though. Sure. Um, well, this is uh, this is the end of the road for me. I've got my last two uh, before it, we go around the bend again for you guys. Um, it seems uh, my last picks are safe. So uh, first off, I'm choosing uh, in horror thriller, the killer. Uh, the killer. This is <laughs> This is David Fincher's I latest guess. movie. You mean the chiller? I said horror thriller. I said horror I don't, thriller. So I this guess is a thriller. it's a thriller. I guess. It's, well, <laughs> 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 okay. 
well, Peter got to choose his kind of thing sure. One, so. Sure. Um, so, also, I'm going by Letterbox rules. Letterbox sure. says it's a thriller, so. Uh, so this is uh, David Fincher's latest. Uh, I really like David Fincher. Um, it makes Do it's you? the it's my film broiest opinion. I think maybe. That doesn't Other mean than, anything. Like it I doesn't mean anything. No, yeah. it doesn't. But um, I I just his kind of like. I don't know if milieu is the right word, but like I just love like his vibes, the vibes he emanates, um, and I I can see how this is not maybe his, the best of his work, but I do feel like it's it's kind of like an encapsulation of who he is as a as a filmmaker, as like he would say he's not an auteur, he is more of a hired gun. Like he he doesn't write his own scripts. He he kind of just performs the duty of director and director only, but in a way like he is an auteur and everyone recognizes him as an auteur yeah. even though he doesn't want to well, uh, label himself as that yeah i mean like an auteur doesn't have to write you know it's just like it's just like a distinct vision like you watch it and it's like that's fincher and that's yeah. true like that's true about fincher yeah and um and so for this movie specifically um i just love this i i, I saw it twice once in theaters once on netflix um this was uh maybe a reflection on like mank and, and getting too personal or maybe it's looking at like consumer culture and and um the the gig economy how everyone's doing gig jobs i know some of us on this podcast do gigs uh so it's kind of kind of hits close to home there's also just like at its heart it's a human story it's peter's favorite it's a human story oh my about god a human who doesn't <laughs> want to admit he's human and that's like I just found that part of it the most interesting to me. Like, sure, there's all these heady concepts, but at its at its core is this this person who's so detached and thinks he's above everyone else, slowly realizing that he isn't and that he is human, and it's the worst possible moves. And like, I'm not sure that I think it's perfect, as I'm sure you guys don't either. But um, I just like really enjoyed it. I like how slow it is and how it both kind of pays homage to the genre and then completely defies it with you know anticlimactic endings and you know the the, uh, the soundtrack cuts in and out i i just thought it was really interesting i i, I did vibe with this movie this is um, agree, one though. of my top five i think like like what you said about like because i think you're referring to like the one the few one the many thing right like mm -hmm. well it's the whole I, thing I, but yes yeah and I, and, I, and I think that's that's like that's actually really interesting like I didn't really think of it that much at the time after right after viewing it but like afterwards i like i thought about it and i thought it's like it's a very interesting ship where he wanted to be one of the few because he is supposed to do he's able to like you know stealthily influence really powerful people in like the way of murder people right but then but then he realized that yeah like what he wants in life even though he's very good at doing that he actually you know like what, what he wants is like because like even though he seems like very detached very not human he still very much cares for his wife like the the very the whole point of him doing what he did at the end is one for his own survival the other one's like to stop people from going after his family and like i think that's like when he realized that he it's actually not bad it's actually like a good thing to be one of the many where your life is safe you're not you're not like hunted you're not doing like crazy gigs um and like that transition is quite cool actually I didn't really think that much of it at the time, but this is a uh, pretty interesting. Yeah, I like this movie. I like this movie quite a bit as well. It wasn't one of my favorites of the year, but I, yeah, I mean, I can't deny the direction. I, it's a pretty, it's a tight script again. I feel like I've said that like three times, but it is. It is a very tight script. Um, yeah, I, 
I like this movie. <laughs> I don't have that. This is another movie that I don't have that much to say about it. Is the thing for yeah. me, and yeah. that's probably my biggest criticism of it. I guess it's just that it wasn't one that just whatever that intangible thing is. It just didn't stick with me in the same way other movies did. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's dense. I'll say, or it's it's not as dense as some of the other movies. Like I think May December I described as being quite dense, and I think yeah. I think this one the truth is is maybe a little more on its sleeve. Well, maybe I think that's true. It's about in between. S- I think that's kind of true about Skinnerink. I don't think Skinnerink is like a dense movie. I actually think it's super simple. It's just I don't know. Some things stick and some things don't. I don't know. Yeah, there's some movies I would say that are um, there. There's thinking movies and then there's feeling movies. And uh, this was a nice segue into my wild card. So everyone has their wild card left. Yes. To be free, like to be clear, we don't have to end with wild card. It just so happened that's how we did it. Um, well, it makes sense. I don't know why you'd. Well, unless, you, is, unless you really want to snipe something, I guess. If you want dude, to snipe something. If you want to be strategic. strategic. Dude, imagine you, someone's wild card is just like, yeah, my wild card is Oppenheimer. <laughs> that would be a weird choice, but it's like it's a good like middle of a game one where it's like, let's say you have a lot of comedies you want to choose and yeah. you're worried someone's going to take your comedy so you can take it off the board in a double whammy, like two comedies in a row, and then you've got what you want and other people are screwed, but um, I'm not that quite aggressive. Um, so for this one, I, I had to think about it. And I'm actually going to choose a movie that I've seen more recently, and maybe that's part of the reason why I'm choosing it. Is it's just fresher in my head, and I, I can't like stop thinking about it. Uh, and I don't think either of you would guess. I'm going to choose The Iron Claw. So this okay. is the Ooh, A24 wrestling movie uh, starring Zac Efron uh, with his new jaw, uh, and also Aiden. Uh, also known as Harris Dickinson. Oh, yeah, I forgot um, about that. I forgot you guys yep. said that. Yeah. <laughs> and Jeremy Allen White and the uh, the guy from Mindhunter. I don't remember his name. Um, but anyways, like, so great cast. Um, oh, and also um, the girl who I keep saying is Shailene Woodley, but it is not. Lily, Lily James. Lily Allen. Lily James. Lily, yes. <laughs> Lily Allen's <laughs> uh, yeah. a singer. That's a singer. Um, oh, my gosh. It's Lily James. So, um, so good cast. Um this is made by this guy's so interesting. I, I've watched one of the director. I don't remember his name. I'll look it up though. Um, so this director is technically Canadian, um, but li- also like technically American. But he grew up. Oh, in you're Britain. just telling me this, yeah. Yeah, his name is Sean Durkin. So he was born in Canada, but then um, lived in Britain like his whole adolescence, and now lives in the U.S. But um, he also did a movie called The Nest, which I have seen actually. Um, and I remember liking that. It was a pandemic movie. Uh, I digress. Um, this is this is a feeling movie. This is a movie that is not particularly deep. It, it is looking at um, like toxic masculinity and how that is passed down, like like from like an oppressive or or a father with like high standards, and how that causes only ruin in his family. Um, but it's it's all just like it's hanging off of um, Zac Efron's performance, which is it's great. He's great as as um, Kevin, I think Kevin Von Erich, and it's looking at this the, the tragedy of this this famous wrestling family, the Von Erichs. Um, it's a true story, and all I can say is if you don't know anything, don't learn anything before you go in, because I I truly did not know anything other than there was a curse, and that probably there was going to be some unfortunate incidents. Uh, I didn't know the uh, the scope, I guess. Um, it is, like, a little bit, like, maybe heartbreaking. Like, I almost, I, I was tearing up at the end, I'll say that. Um, 
and it's just like it's just so there's just so much tragedy in this in this person's life and um it's also like wildly entertaining like there's a, a great moment where uh rush i think tom sawyer the tom uh, the rush song starts playing for like a wrestling match awesome that's just amazing great movie movie making um yeah i would say this is like a really great movie that is also just like like anyone could watch this and have a great time and i think it's it's really nice when we get movies that are like that a wide audience could enjoy that are also just like of great quality um there's a couple scenes that are just like um just so well written there's one scene that i i, I don't like want to spoil it but like there's it's involving a, a dress i'll say um and and um a unique problem the the mom is having with this dress um that most mothers would not hopefully ever have to have this problem um i'll say no more but like that is just like wow what an incredible like like someone came up with this scene to evoke the feelings that are just so unique to this circumstance vague but really good um so yeah i recommend this uh but i'll stop talking about it anyways no one else has seen this uh so aiden what is what is your uh wild card this is hard i don't know so okay i'll just say if i'm going just by my list my next one is knock at the cabin my highest movie that hasn't been picked yet is M. Night Shyamalan's Knock the Cabin, which I did love a lot. I liked that you movie did. quite a bit. Do I want to pick it? The next one after that is Priscilla. The next one after that is Killers of the Flower Moon. And then there's Haunting in Venice. And Lord forgive me, like, I'm leaning towards Haunting in Venice. That's such a you loving you. I think yeah. I have to. That is my it's pick. Wild. Because, like, I just had so much fun watching it. Like, I just can't even... Like, I literally, I had to restrain myself. There are multiple times where just the camera work of the film, like, made me grab the handles and go, like, whoa! <laughs> like, that like, is just, watching in 5D, bro. Oh, my God. It was so, like, like the what it when it's fixed on his face and he's, like, spinning around the room, I was like, hold on! Hold on! We're going for a ride, guys! Yeah. oh my gosh this movie was yeah i gave this four and a half stars this is like just an incredible theater experience i have not seen the other uh uh brano hercule poirot whatever i haven't seen those but like this one this is just so sick like it's just so much fun like i don't i really have nothing else to say about it that like this is just pure fun just everything i want out of a movie just distilled into like into just a fun time movie like yeah mm-hmm. great great time it had no reason being as good as it is yeah it, <laughs> yeah, is, yeah. it is way better than it should be yeah. just especially based off the former two yeah but i mean also like that's what you get when you're like director kenneth branagh like you're gonna you're gonna have some like really high highs yeah and just like out of nowhere um that was yeah that's a fun movie i just wish more movies and more like filmmakers when they're doing like a job kind of movie like like a hired gun almost movie yeah. that they would care as much as i think kenneth Branagh did kenneth Branagh is not a, like these are his passion projects he is Dude, like he's not, starring he, he, he is like getting yeah. these made like they're not yeah yeah uh and also just like completely shifting genre is a really baller yeah, move like so awesome. just like yeah. this one's gonna be horror i just remember seeing this trailer and being like Oh, this is gonna be good. Like I was, like, <laughs> whenever it came out, I was like, "Oh, I'm I'm looking forward to this," yeah. uh, and it pretty much didn't disappoint. 
yeah. Hercule, Hercule Poirot is just a hilarious character too. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Great movie. Yeah. Peter, I don't think you saw this one. What do you mean? I was on the pod for this. Oh, yeah, on the pod yeah, for this one? Yeah. I was on the pod for this. I keep forgetting. Yeah. I was what like, do you think I was supporting Aiden. I was like, yeah, I like this one a lot as well. Yeah. Nice. That's it? It was a good time. Okay. Hell yeah. Really fun. What's your wild card then? Okay. I'm like very, very conflicted. So like. This is a go with your heart pick. That's by the way, no, none of us has picked Barbie, yeah. which I find it very surprising. Barbie would have been my second blockbuster, yeah. to be clear, if I didn't get so, Oppenheimer. So, like, um, based on my list, it should be Barbie. But I'm actually leaning towards uh, uh, Humanist Vampire. Okay. Mm. Which is a that's, very that's, unique that's pick. A fun right? choice. I know I you like guys, it. none of it. And, like, that is way down the list, by the way. Like, everything up till number 11's picked for me. This is and Humanist Vampire is 17. It's like, this right is what I'm saying. Middle. Wild card should be wild. Yeah. If yeah. you're not doing a weird pick, <laughs> get out of here. Yeah. Sign off, uh, dude. <laughs> hey, if you really want me to be wild, I can pick Ghosted. No, or, this, uh, is, <laughs> this is the was. <laughs> this is wild enough. Tell us about okay. Humanist Vampire. This is a rare case, a movie that you have seen that neither of us have seen. Yeah. So I, I was just like, I was instantly intrigued from watching the trailer because I thought it like it's good. such a, it's a, it's a very interesting concept. You know, um, having like a vampire who refuses to like bite people. And like that's like her entire problem, and this whole movie is like explaining the problem, her journey trying to fix it, and eventually coming to some sort of conclusion. Um, like I think there are a lot of things that I really love about this movie. First of all, like the like vampire is such a like a like a wild like you, you can't use vampire on a very wide spectrum. Like you know it can be like very like emo vampire or it can be like very modern vampire and i think this movie has found a very interesting niche middle ground where vampire has this like very unique society around them set up and but like what i really love about this movie is like it's a small canadian film and uh like the budget is obviously not huge but uh like the vibe of this movie is just so immaculate like this movie is filmed on some sort of filter and uh like the scene composition and also the cinematography of it reminds me of a wes anderson film without the wes anderson style if you guys know what i mean like it's like very mellow very like uh like some like, sort of there are some it's sort like of tonally it's like tonally kind of like wes anderson sort of yeah like it's like uh, it's like like very melancholy like even the humor is all like dry humor like i don't i don't think wes anderson is all dry humor by the way um but uh like uh, like I said in my review, I don't think like there's a ton of substance within the film. Like I don't think like this is a movie that you're gonna go away like with a lot of things on your mind that you can think about. But it is like one of these movies where it's uh, just like it's neat, it's cute, and it's very it's one of these comfy movies. And uh, I gotta say, after watching this movie, I'm like, yo, like I think like you just level up when you become a vampire. Like your your drip <laughs> and your vibes just like <laughs> just like just. <laughs> Just get upgraded when you become a vampire. Uh, it's a very fun film, and uh, and I hope like there's more movies like these where it's just like very interesting, unique takes on existing like pretty cliche genres and uh, characters, or like uh, like in this case, I guess vampires. So I uh, honestly like it. Really, like the reason I like it is very similar to. Um, Spider Verse. It's just like an interesting, unique take on something that's been done so many times before. 
um but uh nice. that'll be my wild card it's it's pretty wild man like i gotta say it's probably no, um, the wildest wild card I've ever like got. I, like i said i'm glad all of us went with because also iron claw for me is not the next highest on my list right. i did skip like one or two i don't remember um yeah i think it's more interesting to choose one that's just like it's a go with your gut pick mm-hmm. like it's one that you're like this is just one that maybe like was better than it i expected or just like like a unique gem i don't know yeah so uh but that's our draft so let's uh i'll do the little recap yeah. uh so so i'll start with myself um in comedy i chose theater camp in blockbuster i chose uh spider-verse uh, or spider-man across the spider-verse uh it's its full legal name uh, right. International film, I chose Anatomy of a Fall. Its full legal name is Anatomy d'une Chute. Right. Uh, <laughs> trauma film, I chose Look at him was, go. The, was The Holdovers. Uh, in Horror Thriller, I chose The Killer. And in Wildcard, I chose Iron Claw. Uh, Aiden, do you want to go over your draft picks? Sure. Comedy, I had May December. In Blockbuster, I had Oppenheimer. In International, I had Poor Things. Drama, I had How to Blow Up a Pipeline. For Horror Thriller, I had Skinamarink. And for Wildcard, I had A Haunting in Venice. Nice. And uh, Peter, you do not have the doc open in front of you, uh, so I hope you know what your list is. <laughs> okay. Um, From memory, here we wait, go. Wait, are we all going to go, like, is there an order? Did Aiden and you both do it in order? Well, we did in the same order. order because we're reading the thing. I wrote it but, down. Yeah. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Just oh, guess. Com- what's your comedy? Okay, comedy, it is... Fuck. <laughs> Wow. Yo, I totally ass. remember what my comic. Wait, Astro City. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We did, we did, I did comedy ass first. City. Yeah, yeah. It was yeah. comedy Astro City, International Godzilla Minus One, yeah. uh, Dramas Past Lives, and mm-hmm. uh, Horror Slash Thriller is Scream Six, also known yeah. as Screamy. Um, or Six and, uh, Scream. It's Screevy. Or Six Scream. <laughs> what is going on? Why are there balloons? It's balloon times. Is it peace? Do the peace uh, sign. Not I think it's just Betty. I think it's just you, bro. That's uh, so insane. And uh, for Blockbuster, it was Dungeons and Dragons, and my wild card was uh, uh, Humanist Vampire. I'm missing yes. one. Am I, I missing one? No, no, I don't think it. so. No, yeah. No. Okay. I think I'm there's a ghost. Pretty, uh, pretty there's happy a ghost in this. my computer. Yeah. Yeah. I think I think the draft went well. Um, yeah. So we did this last year, but we don't, we don't really have any social media presence but we do so if you if you have a if you think somebody did the draft better than somebody else you can go vote say who you think won dude Um, i remember peter won last year last year and just secured someone's vote that's all i'm gonna say Mm, i think it was ryan right because ryan loved it probably ryan friend of the show i don't i don't friend of the show anyways uh now that we're done with this uh we should go through some honorable and maybe some dishonorable mentions uh, yeah. Just basically movies that were not picked this year, um, that maybe we uh, that were close, I guess. Uh, yeah. So we can take we can take turns. Mm. Um, so I don't know. My next one that I didn't choose, uh, at least how I ranked it currently, yeah. uh, is John Wick Four. Actually, oh, yeah. uh, that could have been a blockbuster. Uh, from what I remember, that was either my favorite or second favorite John Wick film. Uh, John Wick 2 is the the one that it would be going up against um, right out the gate with the like the thunderous punches yeah. just like it grabs you by the throat does not let go the whole time some of the best sequences in the whole franchise like the stairs 
Um, the awesome. Arc de Triomphe, the, the yeah. flamethrower gun, like that's oh, yeah. a crazy movie. Um, just really great stuff. That's that's a that's a gold star there. Yeah, just it, that movie's sick. Uh, if we, Aiden, for, wanna... for an honorable mention, I'll say my next one was Knock at the Cabin. Uh, and this was, yeah, this is like, I, I just love M. Night Shyamalan. Like, the way he directs the camera is so, it's such a, it has such a presence in all of his movies, but it's different. Like, he does, he employs different tactics in all of them. And just, I just remember, like, the use of close-ups and the use of camera movement to separate characters and start, like, I just distinctly remember that, like, as the movie goes on and the trust starts to break down between the, the characters in the house, like they aren't in the same shot as much. And they're often like separated in a shot by like Dave Bautista. And like, mm-hmm. I just, yeah, like I just like, it's just like a really just thrilling, fun movie just filled with like a kind of dread and, but also being like kind of heartfelt in the end and like being like really, there's a real, I like the radio moment a lot when like they, they turn on the radio and they turn it off and turn it on again. Um, yeah, no, I, this is a movie, yeah, I love I Met Shyamalan, and I thought this was another, another banger, and, uh, he self-finances his movies, this being Oh, shit, there's no studio backing for his movies. Well, I mean, like, he gets a distribution, you got a distribution company, and he has his own, I'd assume he has his own production company, as most directors at a certain level do, but, like, you know, like, yeah, but, like, uh, yeah, that was a great one. Also, like, in that movie, just, like, an insane cast of, like, yeah niche but like really good picks yeah like dave bautista jonathan groff uh rupert grint like yeah, just like yeah, yeah. like yeah. someone was like popping off which is like really random but really good casting uh peter do you have a wild uh, not a wild card an honorable mention so technically if we go off the list order it would be barbie but i'm actually thinking of uh either well just anything because we can do a few honorable mentions yeah so. yeah, yeah like surprisingly I'm gonna do two, but they're quick. Um, surprisingly, sure. it's the Hunger Games, uh, okay. the, the Ballad of Songbird and Snakes, and also mm-hmm. the Eras Tour. Okay, so I'm just <laughs> get the Eras Tour over with. So Eras Tour is just like you know, I've never been like huge into concert films, but like somehow like like watching Eras Tour in the theater, I'm not saying it's like exactly like a concert, but like it definitely brought out the hype, and like there's enough variation in its camera techniques and cinematography. That made like it's a very long movie actually like uh, mm-hmm. it's yeah, like it close to three hours um, yeah. like Jesus um, Christ like <laughs> Alex <laughs> that watched this one as well you know I <laughs> um, but but like it's you know it's it's fun it's like uh, you know Taylor Swift obviously had a huge year and uh, it's just like a showcase of uh, her talent and also like the the director did an amazing job like just like capturing the whole experience but the Hunger Games like. That really surprised me as well. Like, I literally, like, wrote in my review that, you know, like, I wasn't expecting it to be good. Like, mm. um, like I thought, like, you know, like, the base Hunger Game trilogy was just, like, okay, you know. Uh, that was the era when, like, the teenage, like, fantasy movies y- were, like, taking y- off. Y-A dystopia. Yeah. Dystopia, yeah. Um, and, and, like, and, like, this movie is, like, took a surprisingly grounded approach because it's, like, one of the earlier Hunger Games. And, like, the, the power struggle within the movie is, like, very cliche, but, like, it's very well depicted. And, uh, God, man, like, Rachel Zegler, like, her talent is just showcased to the fullest in this entire movie. Like, her range and also, like, her vocal talent as a singer and a music person, uh, just, like, like, you're just in awe watching the movie. And I thought, oh. like, you know, like, if anything, 
if a movie can do something like that, it deserves a shout out. So it was great. And Viola Davis is also in this one. Peter Dinklage. And uh, they both brought their flair in this movie as well. Not their like best, but definitely a uh, good performance from them. Nice. Cool. Uh, another one for me, uh, Dream Scenario. This was a movie oh, yeah. that scared me as soon as I saw, what's his name again? Ari Aster. Afraid. Yeah, when I saw Executive oh, yeah. Produced by Ari Aster, I went, oh no. Oh. <laughs> um, but it does feel more like, um, well, actually, I wouldn't know because I haven't seen his other movie, but the uh, the actual director who's um, Norwegian? Uh, let me find out. I don't know. Uh, but anyways, it's, um, it, I had some issues with it, but just looking at the positives, Nick Cage puts in a great, like, very, uh, human performance as just, like, a regular guy. Director's name is Christopher Borgley. Nice. Um, and just this, like, idea of, like, someone rising to fame, like, for, like, just completely out of his power, and he's, at first he loves it, and then things take a turn and it's kind of a look at like fame and celebrity and like the the goods and the bads it's it's not the most complex look at that idea and i honestly sure. left it going like what are you trying to say like i wasn't even sure but it's funny it's a really funny movie um there's just there's a part near the end that had me like howling like mm-hmm. a complete surprise it's not in the trailers and it's a, it's a it's a like the universe has this new idea of like someone has appeared in everyone's dreams and then it's like what would happen after that and it took it to a place that was finally like an ex um an escalation that surprised me and and it's very funny and honestly worth watching just to see that scene um it's a scene i'll try to like say it vaguely it's just like like a lot of cameos in like one location and that's as vague as i'll keep it um but anyways, that's a that's a very interesting movie that just a really cool idea. And I like I like movies with cool new ideas. So nice. I'll say that one. I'll just rattle off a few other shout outs. I mean Barbie I liked a lot. I really I really enjoyed that movie. I thought it was very funny, I thought it was very heartfelt, I thought it was personal, but also able to be like quite universal. Like I think a lot of people can just a lot of people did like just really enjoy yeah. this movie and I think it's clear as to why. Uh, and I think it's I think it's really gorgeous too. I think it's like gorgeously filmed. Like the lighting in Barbie Land is like really beautiful. Every time I see a clip of it, I'm like, yeah. Uh, and then my other two that I want to knock out: Priscilla and Killers of the Flower Moon. Also, just movies that like I just uh, I respect like the directorial style a lot. Um, yeah, I don't know. We talked about them at length on the pod. Both movies I liked a lot. Established directors, done well. Yeah. Uh, if we're Peter, do you have any more actually? Can I start with the the first dishonor, dishonorable mention? Okay, I'll I'll I'll, yeah. rattle, I'll go back to rattling then. Yeah, uh, okay. infinity yeah. infinity pool. We had some issues with it, sure. but I like that is a, a a very interesting concept. Alexander Skarsgård, very cool Canadian movie. Um, Canadian. I would I would say go look at that one because that's just like, yeah, I like movies with cool ideas. That's a cool idea movie. Blackberry, another Canadian movie. Mm-hmm. Glenn Howerton's awesome. Uh, Jay Baruchel does some good stuff in it. The end is actually really sad. And like, like no, made, the end is like, very a- sad. Yeah. Affected me. Um, it is Wait, kind of straightforward. It did? But filmed very well. Hmm. You were sad. I didn't, cry. I didn't cry at it, but like I was just like, it was like a damn, like a damn. Oh moment. yeah, yeah. And for like sure, a, sure. and like your heart's kind of like, oof. 
and like because it's it's not because of like like obviously blackberry failed and like it's dead it's a completely dead company now but it's no no it's, it's just the pivoted human its element business. it pivoted its business it's yeah. it's sure but like it's yeah. the it's the human element that is just like wow um and then i'll also say maestro but there's like an asterisk there <laughs> like, maestro. Yeah. like maestro is like very well directed but kind of like a head empty I, like, I don't know if I think it is that well directed for most of the movie. There is towards there's some the end, scenes. There's some there very some good scenes. scenes. There are some visuals that I think are incredible. But like there's yeah. and there's one scene where I was like, oh my god, this is I wish the whole movie was this because yeah. like it just comes together. Like there's a scene with a Snoopy parade. Snoopy Snoopy yeah. float in the background. That's a good it's scene. The Macy, it's the Thanksgiving and, Day parade, the Macy's Thanksgiving Day parade in New York. But then the scene where he's conducting right after that, I was like, oh my God, this is like yeah. everything he is in one scene. Like in this, the whole movie makes sense and the rest of the movie isn't that, I don't think. Yeah. It's like, yeah. I, I have no idea what they're trying to say. It's, I said this to someone else, it's almost Bohemian Rhapsody. Like sure. in like, here's a, a famous person who was closeted and, and when they're starting to like be themselves and have these romances with with men that's like the bad like they're like the oh no this is where they're in the downfall of the movie you well know? i don't think like, that's true what? i don't i don't think also, it's portraying yeah a little bit like less less so than bohemian rhapsody sure. um but there's another funny bit like you know at the end someone said like that's the opposite of tar like it's a movie that's who's stance <laughs> on certain things are the complete opposite of tar very funny um, so it is like it's, yeah, it doesn't really level funny. it doesn't match yeah. up to tar at all yeah. uh but i mean like i'm glad i watched it there's some sure. really like also just like the acting it's just an actor's movie where actors yeah. get to act and the script isn't great and the yeah. directing <laughs> is like a mixed bag yeah no it's it's an actor's movie um yeah, so sure. that's that's it for my honorable mentions um dishonorable Okay. If you're doing Maestro, then I'm gonna do one too. I thought like we're capping it off at like good movies only. There's um, so many. There's so many I just had so, to mention that are well, like. Well, I close. then I gotta give a shout out to the creator. So we we obviously talk about the shortcomings of the creator. <laughs> that legitimately might be a dishonorable mention. No, you don't. You like, don't. Yeah. Have to give me <laughs> no, no. Relax, relax. Hear me out. Hear me out. Okay. Hear me out. Relax, relax. Now it's very impressive. It's all filmed on a Sony camera. Okay. X3. Yeah, Thanks very impressive. And also, some of the visuals in the film, just from like a purely visual perspective, and me being a sci-fi enjoyer, really, really cool. So like, I think average, average like, I think sci-fi enjoyer. The design <laughs> and also the design and also some of the scenes and the settings and just overall like shot composition and cinematography for some shots in the movie, just pure excellence, like pure uh, science fiction excellence, in my opinion. And like, uh, like I really like like things that sci-fi and also excite me and i think this movie done it several times during this yeah. one time so i do think this movie cool. shot super well but i just think it's so dumb like it's it just, is like, it is so like, dumb. The, I, like, like i agree like i think especially for the plot like we obviously talk about his shortcomings and yeah. then when uh yeah i don't want to open the cat episode, of worms again so, yeah. but it was just like man like, <laughs> <laughs> it was a movie it was a movie where very quickly i was like oh no yeah i think that you said past lives was one of my better letterbox reviews i'm actually very proud of of my creator one i'll pull it up actually because i had fun writing this one it's one of those movies i'm not reading it yet it's one of those movies that is pulling 
so many influences. And let me let me be clear, all filmmakers have influences for their movies. Mm-hmm. But this is a movie that is copy pasting from other movies and yeah. is not doing a very good job of like mixing these ideas together. So my review is as follows. What if a movie was Rogue One and Blade Runner? Oh, and Avatar and Apocalypse Now, but like Westworld and also The Mandalorian and AI <laughs> artificial intelligence and also just like really stupid. Dude, you're uh, right though. It is like it's, Mandalorian. It's just like all of these. Oh it's all of these things, and it's so clear. It's so clear they're ripping it off. But yeah. uh, we probably all have some dishonorable mentions. Aiden, do you want to kick us off uh, with one of them? Yep, one of the most soulless films ever made. The Flash is my bottom movie of the year. Uh, I remember saying that, like, it's surprisingly competent in the, our review of it, and I still agree with that. Like, it's just more of a movie that I thought it would be, but it's just yeah. knocked It's knocked down on such a level of just being, like, horrifying. Like, truly horrifying that this was made, and I just, like, I really hope, like, Andy Machete, like, sits down and like does like a a retreat or something and reflects on what he's done and like the whole dc apparatus like i just hope i just pray this never happens again it's dead right this is in the same it is dead now but it's in is fully done now yeah it is it is in the same categories like rise of skywalker for just like just disrespectful offensive horrible 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 stuff mostly because uh, yeah. mostly because of the necromancy but like also other things it's also <laughs> just really bad yeah and on top of the really poor uh taste yes. cameos uh peter do you have a dishonorable mention for us i do my dishonorable mention okay i fucking hate this movie is ghosted so let me just <laughs> yeah, let me just tell you about ghosted okay Ghost you saying like, oh, that might be good when it came out? Yeah, we're Dude, like, no. Oh my god, <laughs> Ghost it is the ex- exact opposite to Spider Verse. Spider Verse is like, oh my god, look at the trailer, it's good. Uh, I'm looking at another trailer, it's good. I'm about to go to the theater, I'm so hyped. I watched the movie, the movie's amazing, and I come out of it, I feel great. Ghost it is like getting baited, you know? It's like, you know, like, like, you, wa- you, watch, you watch the movie, yeah, sorry, you watch the trailer, you're like, oh, this is so funny. And then you realize this Chris Evans and Ana de Armas. And also the supporting cast is quite good as well. They have Adrian Brody, you know? It's like, oh, I love him in Wes Anderson films, you know? And, and, then, and then you're like, okay, I watched some clips. It's so funny. And then, and, then, and then negative reviews started coming out. No, it's surely because, you know, it's just a comedy film, you know? So, like, it's getting, like, mixed reviews. It's understandable. People are going to love it. Watch the movie. The way, the, like, how, how long was this movie? How long was this movie? Let's see. Um, fuck, I don't have a, I don't have a run time. Did someone get a run, run time for me? Only, only one I've seen, only thing I've seen from this is the staircase scene where they yeah. look like they're not in the same location. Okay, anyways. Um, but the, the, like, the biggest waste of my time on a movie this year. It's so Hour not funny. Like, it's so not funny. And also, like, it's uh, so dry. And some people say, like, it's actually Anna de Armas and Chris Evans filming separately, and it just, like, pasted the footage together. Like, there is actually, imp- like, you find it pretty shocking, but, like, two pretty charismatic people put together should be, like, very easy chemistry, Who have been right? charismatic together in a movie before. Like, they're getting you know? knives out together. Like, right? Yeah. Like, like, and it's just, like, zero chemistry. It sounds like Chris Evans is just, like, so, like, they just both sound bored, you know? Like being in the movie and like me watching it's just like please make it end and um i hate it 
and uh, yeah. I wish I'd never seen it. This is one of those movies that, if I remember correctly, is like uh, Peter goes to us and says, oh, you know, this looks really good. And we go, no. <laughs> and you say, oh, I think I had to watch it. And we're like, please don't watch it. <laughs> no, no, okay, okay, wait, wait, wait. You're like, I remember? You're like, you're like, come on, guys. Like, it can't be that bad. Like, like I, I, do, I have some faith. I respect this a lot about Peter, though, where it's like if something interests him, he fucking goes for it. He and will that, see I, it. I love that. Dude, despite awesome. I watched oh, Amsterdam last year. Just, just yeah. so yes, know. that's the other one. <laughs> <laughs> we well, I, I remember say. what I said about this movie, though. I said, this movie looks very good. It's probably shit. I'm probably going to watch it and think it's shit, but I'm going to watch it anyways. That's what I said. I yeah. This happens well, a lot. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to move. Oh, no, I have my dishonorable mention. We'll just do one. Um, yeah. My dishonorable mention, worst of the year, Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantum. That's my second last downfall of the mcu yeah. um it is just horrible that is a yeah, horrible, is horrible movie takes its core idea and like like the idea of what that movie should have been is just like thrown out the window like i yes. i can't even remember what that movie is because it's it's nothing there's yeah. nothing good it, about it that is movie. a story that does not function at mm. all it's at not all. a story like it's yeah <sighs> and they beat like they're setting up their new Thanos, and they beat Thanos in the first movie. Like they beat, <laughs> they, just, they beat Kang. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Which is probably good for just real life reasons. Getting it, yeah, getting the fuck out. Um, of just yeah. convenient. Uh, it turns out, just like a murky CGI sludge oh world God. that looks. Do you know it was shot hideous. by Bill Pope? Do you know what Bill Pope also yeah, shot? The Matrix. Did he did that's like fucking insane. That's, Yo, but that's, that's so baffling yeah. that not only a good cinematographer, but also a good cinematographer that's worked in VFX, like one of the most seminal VFX movies like ever. Dude, he like, yeah. also did uh, Baby Driver, did The World's yeah. End. He did uh, Man in Black. There's, he did lots he, of yes, great He's movies. done a lot of stuff. Yeah. Um, that is just a horrible movie. Um, yeah, just really disappointing. Uh, how would you guys say... 2023 stacks up against 2022. Okay. I think I I handily like 2022 more. Like I think that's that's very easy for me to say that like yes. there are multiple movies I think about After Sun, I think about Tar, I think about Bardo, I think about White Noise, like <laughs> movies that like you wouldn't even think of as being like great that like affected me and stuck with me so much. Like there were just so so many of them and the thing about this year is that I feel like there's a huge quantity of like good movies. Like like I was saying earlier like I have to get to like 20, 20, I have to get to like 30 on my letterbox list realistically when I stop liking the movies. Like the Mm. first 30 films I thought were quite good. Like, but it's just none of them like really like hit for me in the same way as last year did. Yeah, I'm I'm in agreement. Uh, I know Peter had some different oh, thoughts nope. previously. Oh, and Nope. Oh, my God. Yeah. Nope. Yeah, nope. Just, just to name some other yeah, ones. Yeah, Nope was decision, 2022. Yeah. Decision, decision to leave? To leave? <laughs> yeah. For me, Pearl, I know you guys don't, but, like, Pearl, fuck. Yeah. And, well, there's some that I have, like, after Yang, I don't think you guys ever saw. Yeah, no, stuff. I did. That's that's number 10 you on did, my twenty. You saw that one? Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. a great movie. Yeah. Um, Fableman's, other... which has only in my memory improved like that was mm-hmm. yeah barbarian i keep wanting to go back yeah. and see barbarian because i was like Excellent. that's a crazy movie everything everywhere all at once obviously one babylon too like even even the ones babylon, that weren't yeah. super well regarded like i want to go yeah. back to them so badly and yeah. top gun maverick the movie that saved movies like there's just, there's just so much there yeah. peter do you still hold the opinion that 2023 i is think better, okay, now that it's over? i think 2023 was robbed okay here it we was go. It was, you're right. If 
if Doom, Doom Part Two, sure. and also Challengers. I, I I'm not sure if Challengers is actually. Oh, that was Luca, right? Yeah, right, yeah, yeah. Uh, I think it was like, like I have confidence. I have full confidence that Doom Part Two is gonna smash it out of the park. Like I like this like Spider Verse level where I believe in the director and also the story so much that I think I just know it's gonna be good. Um, like if those two movies stayed in 2023, I think hands down 2023 would be better. I'm just looking at the films that I've seen in 2022 versus 2023. I I think it 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 stacks up for sure. Like I don't think one is better than the other, because um, like we have like really great comedies such as like Banshees and like for me Triangle was like fantastic. But I think like in the in the action department, you know, you have Top Gun versus like John Wick and stuff this year. They have really and shitty comedies. I, I like John Wick four more than Maverick, honestly. I do. Really, I I like Maverick a lot more than John Wick. Um, but and also you have shitty comedies in uh, in twenty twenty two in the Gray Man versus uh, Ghosted this year. Um, oh, the Gray Man, yeah. Yeah, but like in my opinion, like overall though, for a second. Huh? it's a Ryan <laughs> Gosling film. Yeah, I forgot. I forgot yeah. it happened. Um, like in my opinion though, twenty twenty three is stronger, man. Like I, I think uh, I just like the movies that came out this year a little more than last year's. They vibe with me a little more, and also like like some of my favorite directors put out work this year, which is really exciting. You know, um, Nolan, Wes Anderson, um, and also uh, Greta Gerwig, uh, Yogos, who's you know now one of my faves. Jorgen uh, City. and also like there are some great debuts this year. You know, like. Um, Greta, Greta Lee in like a proper dra- drama role, really cool. And, I think, and like the, I think Celine Song, the director, that I think exactly that's her, that's her debut, debut as well. Yeah. Um, yeah. And Theater Camp, obviously. Um, so like, uh, honestly, for me, twenty twenty three, I like it a little more. Well, speaking of twenty twenty three, what would you, uh, outside of the draft, what would you say are your top five? Just like so overall, twenty twenty. Oh, oh yeah, all, my top five were all drafted, so I don't know if we need to do this anymore. <laughs> Same, yeah, yeah, it's all yeah, very similar. Drafted. Yeah. Okay, fair enough. Um, well then, uh, I don't know. We can. Uh, do you want to do trends? I don't really need to. My main thing is just a lot of movies about narrative. Like they're just, they're just same. very like, self self reflexive movies about storytelling itself. It seemed yeah. to be a big trend here. Storytelling and fate. I thought those yeah. two were kind of intertwined, and so. I've rattled some off on a on a document. So we had Asteroid City, Spider Verse, mm-hmm. Poor mm-hmm. Things, um, Anatomy of a Fall. Uh, I also would add the Iron Claw. There's sure. a feeling of, of a curse, which I would say is a is a bad kind of fate. Sure. Um, I would say Barbie too. Barbie like Barbie falls into that. Barbie, yes. Yep. Yeah, yep. forgot about Barbie. Um, I'd say another trend, demythologizing the idea of like the great yeah, man, sure. like the the one person who who did something great is what that mm-hmm. means. So mm-hmm. Oppenheimer, Blackberry, Maestro, Priscilla, and Napoleon were all examples I had of that. I think Maestro uh, is I don't actually. Know if it does Im- that exactly. I think it's embracing that actually. <laughs> I think like I think the movie like really believes like yeah no he was like a superhero. Like and that's, that's like true, the, actually, yeah. I think that's the whole movie. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Take that one off the yeah. list. But it is it's uh it's the anti version of that. I'll say. Sure. Um. And I guess uh, the only other one that's really fun is uh, is Zier for for World War Two and and nukes. Yes, and what that is, might lead to. Right, Godzilla. either Godzilla <laughs> or Oppenheimer. Oppenheimer or J Robot yeah. Koppenheimer. 
which is my idea that I need to. Wait, who is that? I vaguely Jay, remember that. My idea is that like I need to make a movie about like there's like a nuclear warfare in the modern day, and the only way to deal with it is to resurrect the head mm. of the Manhattan Project, and we need to use like cyber genetic technology to do so. It's like, oh, so he comes, he comes back, and he's J Robot Koppenheimer. Yeah, that, that's, that's a great my, name. That's as my well. idea. Yeah, because that's what the isn't that what the R stands for? It's like what's his name? It's Robert. It's J. Oh, Robert, Robert Oppenheimer. J. So that's why yeah. it works so well. It works too well yeah. to not do. Uh, sure. Okay. Uh, anyways, <laughs> looking forward to this year. Um, there's. Some I don't know what's that, coming out. I know. I, Dune. I, I I pulled up a list. So Dune Part yeah. Two is the the most obvious one. Yeah. Um, but there's some movies also that were supposed to come out this year that and challengers didn't. too. Right? So yeah. we're challengers. Uh, but I also mean just like release wide release versus small release so we never saw american fiction or zone of interest we're still right. still waiting on those ones um but uh real movies for next year dune uh nosferatu uh the robert oh yeah, is, yes yeah, yeah. the movie yep. yeah. mickey mickey 17 uh the right new, right bong joon ho, yeah, yeah. ho uh maxine the the yeah, prequel yeah, yeah. uh the Taste of Things. That's a movie that was in some of the festivals. It's a uh, it's a French movie. I've heard okay. very good things. Uh, jokey, jokey, Joker, Folie à deux. It's gonna suck. You're looking forward. You're looking forward to it, right? Uh, no, Furiosa. Fuck. Furiosa, Mad Max, the the prequel. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, I I keep forgetting this is a movie. Hitman, the um the uh, Richard Linklater movie starring Glenn Powell. Oh yeah, I know which one. Gladiator Two. Gladiator Two is coming out too. Is it? Am I wrong? Am I wrong? Yes, it's on the list. You're right. Um, we never saw the bike riders. That was uh, we saw the trailers for it. Um, Thank you. The, the, uh, the fall movies. guy by uh, Ryan Gosling coming out, right? Civil War. Alex Garland. Oh, Civil oh yeah, War. That, that one's. Uh... M- Megalopolis is supposed to come out apparently. Oh right, yeah, Francis Ford. Yeah, yeah. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, time. Craven. Craven. Oh, which I'm legitimately still excited for. Stacked oh, year. Did Madam Web come out this year? Or is it and coming? Madam no, it's Web out is the <laughs> number one <laughs> anticipated movie yeah. for next year. Um, I legitimately will be seeing me? that. That's we're potting. We're potting yeah, Madam yeah, Web. Yeah. I I promise you. Oh, Deadpool happen. three is uh, scheduled to be out next year. It as, is as well. Well, this we'll year. see if that's true. But yes, yeah. it is supposed to. Anyways, uh, I think that's uh, that's kind of it. We kind of got to wrap up. So uh, if you like our stuff, check us out on Instagram and Twitter at Predator V Movies. Uh, if you like my thoughts on on movies and things, check me out on Letterboxd at underscore Alex Gordon underscore. I leave reviews sometimes. I also leave reviews sometimes on Letterboxd. I'm 810Sunny. It's 810SONNY. My name is Wombo. <laughs> Peter? Oh, right. Peter, Peter? Peter, do you have anything to plug? Um, yeah, I like to uh, plug this amazing Instagram account I started following recently called uh, Solid Fuel Productions. Yeah, I do like, that. they're pretty great guys. You know, pretty great. Guys. I don't know about you, but like, I think they're pretty good. I do think they're pretty, We're pretty good. good. Yeah. And you'll never know what we do. Um, if you know. like, if you like <laughs> this podcast, actually, it doesn't matter if you like it or not. You have to pretend you like it. Yes. Guess what time it is? Uh, you have to leave a review. They actually contractually don't, unfortunately, because Peter did plug something. And that is that Peter. is the contract, but do it anyway. Do it anyway. Okay, do we're it starting anyways. on a bad note. My New Year's resolution is that you will leave a review, and you <laughs> better. <laughs> um, so I'm just saying, and it has to be positive. Yes. And if it's really nice, we might read it. And I think will. you would like it if we read it. You and also, like it. We, like, we also like stars, 
that are and five, thumbs. Uh, and thumbs that are up, yes, and, and wrecks that are good. Yes. I can't think of another thing. Yeah, that's Do Predator versus movies. All of them. But this is it. Uh, uh, we will hopefully be back next week. I don't know. We haven't even talked about that. Yeah, we'll see. But maybe we'll be back next week uh, and see. Uh, uh, until then, that's what I say. Right. I'm Alex. I'm Peter. I'm Aiden. And this was Predator vs. Movies. See you <laughs> next week, maybe. <laughs> <laughs>